0: Hello and welcome to the Salacast on Sunday, the 30th of July, 2023. I'm your host, Dan Train. Joining me today, Zachary Burgess.
1: Yes. And Rob Kemp. Bon. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't really have a follow up to you. Well, no. You wouldn't.
0: <laughs> you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Did you design it that way, Zach? It's like, He's let's just like, see oh, this follow too- this. Yeah, <laughs> it's always
2: like, let's see if Rob can make his own something rather than a follow up. This is too difficult. If I still have to go first. <laughs> Make my first neutral.
1: Neutral. <laughs> I suppose I should. Have, I suppose I should have gone hi Barbie. <laughs> that's, that's what's happening right now. <laughs> uh, yes. Hi Barbie. Hi Ken. Hi Ken. Hi Ken.
0: Have you seen it? I did the double I ha- bill on the oh, first I did, day. I
1: did not do the double bill. I've not barbed. I did.
0: Heimard. I barbed and I had the afternoon
1: off, especially. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a long day. <laughs> it was great. Which way round did you do it? Oppenheimer first, obviously. Okay, come and, on. And then, You'd and then, have to and be then
0: insane li- to do it the other way. But then and then have a break as well and a meal or something in between. I didn't go it would be crazy emotional whiplash to go straight into
1: Barbie. after the, But then also semi spoilers, I guess. The ending of Barbie isn't all that uplifting. <laughs> no, sure. Well, so, no. I mean sort of. Sort of, but not. The yeah. film is surprisingly heavy.
0: Yeah, well,
1: I kind of knew that from the trailer. Like, I was like, which
0: one's going to have more existential pre- dread? <laughs> Is it going to uh, be the one where Bobby's mm. like, oh, you ever think about
1: dying? <laughs> <laughs> that one's pretty funny. <laughs> i got to say, I, I enjoyed myself quite a lot. No, oh, we've lost Ed. I can hear him talking in the background. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, the waveform
1: confirms. <laughs> Just disappeared. Oh, he's, he's coming back, he's coming back, he's coming back. <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> it just disappeared into like next to no volume. Uh, what about now? Oh it God. is fine. You're back. Okay. You're back in the room. I don't know. Well, I didn't touch anything. Um, but yeah, it was it was a good time. But like, it had my uh, classic film problem in that like they don't. It's, I, mean, I mean, I guess it's impossible. But like, I, I really wanted them to just maintain the level of silliness, and they yeah. didn't quite pull that off. No, it, it, it
0: sort of it does come back, though. It kind of dips and then restores. And then comes back, a few times. yeah. Maybe um, it's sillier when they're in Barbie land than probably oh, of course, than when but, they're in the real world. But still, Although in the Mattel corporate thing, is some of that it, stuff it, is it, pretty it's, dumb. It's pretty
1: funny. It's pretty funny.
0: Yeah, it's cool. And Will Ferrell basically reprising his role as president of business or whatever mm. from the Lego movie. Lord business,
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Lord business. It is good, but I, yeah, it's a bit heavy. And also, like... Alright, spoilery oh, that's chat. A big, like don't feminist thing. Yeah. It, well Yes. But okay, this 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 is my beef with it. I don't ever and I should preface this with Of course I don't have a beef with feminism. Of course I don't have a problem with uh you know, equality and all that jazz. Of course not. But I don't think equality was this film's goal. Like it's it is hey, we should reverse everything. <laughs> it's like, they should be... Well, a matriarchy. do It feels like coming out the back of that, it's like, hey, we should have a matriarchy. It's like... Mm, well, that's the mm, thing, isn't it? The, mm.
0: the, the Ken, I think the Kens kind of realised they needed to be independent or whatever and not be reliant on, like, uh, entirely base their
1: existence on, on Barbie. Which is cool. Whilst the Barbies way. also agree that they should rule everything. You know mm. what I mean? It's like it, it's definitely yeah. It's like, it it's like well, okay, what's, what's, of, um, what's what's the flip side argument to that? That they should just segregate. That's worse. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, definitely worse.
0: Yeah, it wasn't totally clear at the end. I think hmm. it was pretty clear that a matriarchy would be bad. Would would be bad. <laughs> I
1: don't know. I mean, I mean, yeah, both sides of that coin are bad, right? You got mm. to you got to tilt exactly. that coin at an awkward angle. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But but wasn't it wasn't it awkward voiceover like, at the end where it's like uh, it's like one day the you know the Kens will have just as much rights and power as as women do in the real world
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> yeah it was clever kind of...
1: yeah there's definitely moments where it's just like yeah okay I see what you're doing I see what you do and sometimes it's subtle sometimes it's very not and, no uh, uh,
0: I felt very seen by all of the like taking the mick out of straight men it's like let me. Force you to watch The Godfather and then play guitar at you for four hours. It was like talk to you about Steve Maples and the jigs. It's like, yeah, <laughs> that's
1: although, exactly what I do. Although in fairness, I haven't seen The Godfather, so you know. Oh, okay, fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not in that boat. Yeah. Nor can I play guitar, let alone well, for four we, hours. Uh, technically, straight. you can. You're safe. Yeah. You're safe. Well, or could. I mean, not even really could. It was. It was power chords. Don't count. <laughs> they do count sort <laughs> of,
0: sort of. you could probably what well, i never c- could get the grip of and i'm still struggling with is so i could never all you need is to be able to palm mute if you can do power oh, calls man, and, can, uh, like, and palm muting you're kind of sorted yeah, for like a whole I, genre I, I of could, punk but i, did, I can't fucking palm mute <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I, suck I, so bad
1: i, I did try, muting in general was always like just a problem for me i couldn't make yeah, I couldn't make things stop cleanly. Like you know, I'd always yeah, I'd get I, I'd mute it fine, but then it's the lift-off, right? Isn't the liftoff yeah. like the hardest part because then it just lets the strings do something weird and you just go pong in the background. And it's like no, 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 no. I want you to be quiet.
0: So I should have been playing <laughs> or trying to play since I was fourteen, but haven't apparently started to try to play until I'm thirty-seven or whatever. Is I was I think I said the other day I was trying to play master of puppets. Yeah, and basically, uh if you you know that riff whatever ( solids) whatever so it's like two palm muted palm muted strokes and then one that rings so it's the (inaudible) two are palm muted and then you have to lift off to actually ring the note that stands out so it's like like that oh yeah and that's like what (laughs) you have to like move your Palm like up and down, like I and then and then and the first two are always palm muted, which sounds really cool when you have it distorted, but then you have to have the other one ring, and it's like, hell, it's a nightmare. I oh, yeah, need to yeah, get better yeah. with my right, my right hand like <laughs> significantly better. Like for a long time when I first played guitar I ne- I only did downstrokes and I never did, apart from oh, if I was like strumming. Pretty much likewise,
1: uh, yeah, cuz I I I my I mean that was another thing. I, like why I say I don't couldn't play guitar really really is like my ups would always be like incorrectly placed. I'd go a string too far mm, down and when when yeah. pulling the up and it's like no, no no oh I've hit I've hit it again. Yeah. But then when you do, I'm not do enough the upstrokes for that
0: stuff. <laughs> Well, it just takes practice or whatever. When you do learn to do the upstrokes, obviously it's easier to play. Once you can do that, it's easier to play something fast by going up and down because it's much less effort. Sure. But Master of Puppets, in reality, to play it properly is all downstrokes. Yeah, down. And that's just painful. <laughs> yeah. It's just you have to do it really fast because it sounds different. Like a downstroke just sounds different to an upstroke. Mm. Mostly, usually better.
3: <laughs> Hard. Anyway.
0: I yeah, yeah. So playing like quarter note downstrokes for
1: fifteen minutes. Is just,
0: I don't know how Joey Ramone did it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I wonder if that's just that just that bit where he's where because in Master of Puppets, right, that that riff is soloed, right, and then and then there's a separate sort of fast note fast riff for while well, the verse is on. So I wonder if he like relaxes into a down and up down and you know for the for the verse version of it. Anyway. Com- probably, probably, yeah. probably, 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 probably need a bit of a break. Yeah, But then again, drummers, like drummers are just insane, like the amount of stamina yeah, drummers, they must need yeah. to do, do what yeah. they do. Yeah. I don't so, really understand that. Nope. I'm not even Drumming is to how the hell that
0: works. Um Yeah. It's amazing what you can kind of train your brain to do with like hours and hours of practice. Or oh, your brain and your body, because you, mm. I'm sure a lot of the signals don't even well go to a part of the brain that is disconnected no. from what you're thinking about.
1: must just become natural, you know, not even conscious to a degree.
0: Yeah. So I still suck at playing the same songs that I learned when I was like 16, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> but never mind. It's still fun, though. That's the important thing. Good, good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yes, Barbie. <laughs> Bob was a good time. Yeah, it was really fun, and uh, yeah, Oppenheimer. Like I find personally, Nolan hit and miss, and this one was a hit. Okay. Um, I skipped the last one because I knew it would be a miss. I'm not interested in watching
3: Tenet.
1: I, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I something about. I mean, Tenet had had like. I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think they sold it well before it even came out to the point where hmm. I still don't really know what it's about. Right, even now, like I remember hearing, the, like the aftermath of it, being like, "Yeah, it's a really confusing, weird ass film." And it's like, sure, surely that would make me interested, but I have absolutely yeah. no idea what it's about in the first place. So, like, what is there to be interested about, other than it's a Nolan film? Yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, some, some something didn't get through. I think with that. Yeah, and maybe that was the problem. Maybe no one knew how to sell it. <laughs> mm. But then, of course, anyway. you know. I like Interstellar. I know that's a bit... Some people don't like that. Uh, I don't like Interstellar for, for whatever reason,
0: even though it's spectacular. I, I need to give it another chance, probably, but I didn't like it when I watched it. One it's one time.
1: of those it's one of those films I see popping up on the sort of, like, chats uh, of... Uh, the sort of, like, oh, this is a film you should go back to once you become a parent kind of thing. Oh like, right, with the whole yeah yeah I'm sure like people talk about Arrival in the same in the same way. Arrival's though. great like, though. Arrival's an Arrival. amazing film. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think I'm going to feel any different about it watching it now no. as a parent because it was it was rough the oh, first maybe. time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think there's no contest for me between Arrival and Interstellar. Arrival's
1: way yeah, Arrival's way. Is, yeah, I, I do prefer it obviously, but
3: yeah,
0: um, yeah. obviously, yeah, uh, but yeah, Oppenheimer, good. Oppenheimer, good. Um, Good. One thing Dunkirk. Is, is are so, you a
1: Dunkirk fan?
0: I am a Dunkirk fan, okay. but I saw it in seventy millimeter at the um, um, uh, the Odeon Leicester Square or whatever. Right. So it was quite spectacular. You well, know, it probably yeah. has a, more of an effect than watching it on a TV.
1: I mean, I saw it at digital IMAX. Um, yeah. Obviously, not, oh, obviously yeah. not properly seventy mm but um, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it was structurally difficult, as as, as a lot of Nolan films yeah, are. He always but, does that. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, Oppenheimer does the same thing, of course, where it's flicking between the timelines, right. and one of them is black and white for, and then there's. I think there's three timelines, and only one of them is black and white, but the other two are color. So it's like, what?
1: <laughs> Weird. Uh, okay. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is it? I mean, why? Is that to t- tie up with? Oh, they hadn't invented color TV then? but
0: no, it's actually in reverse. The black and white ones are in the future. Hmm. Well, not the future, but they they are more more recent uh, chronologically Weird. than the, the color ones.
3: Slightly um, odd choice.
0: Yeah. It's cool though, um, uh, and, but like you know, obviously it builds up to the big, the big test, which is the sure. big scene, of course, which is good. But and then, so that's like two hours or whatever, and then the last hour is like all like court hearings and and uh, like a Senate confirmation hearings and stuff. Like so, it turns into like a courtroom drama. Weird. But. That's the best bit. Right. <laughs> all, that's when it's really, really good. So uh yeah, I like the I like the last part of Offenheimer better than the first part. Not that the first part is bad or anything, but uh I think it gets better as it goes along. Robin Downey Jr. is in it and he's he's really really good. Mm. Um in fact all the performances are good. Um so yeah.
1: Of all places, I was in the pub <laughs> yesterday morning. Don't judge. I was having breakfast, not drinking. Uh... <laughs> not that I would judge, but yeah. <laughs> Uh and even the uh the, you know the, we are there almost every week as a sort of post run breakfast on a Saturday morning. And uh the, yeah. the, the, the even the staff there are going on about it. it's like, okay, I didn't, really didn't think it would be my thing, but it's a but I was super into Oppenheimer and Robert Downey oh. Jr. especially. Like <laughs> they were there like they yeah, were like, he's, were like, he's yeah. the best bit. Yeah. yeah. And then they said that Barbie was surprisingly sad, and I'm like, okay, I haven't seen it yet. Stop there. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, okay, true. In spots it is. True,
0: true. She does do a lot of crying in part There's a lot of crying, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot
1: of crying.
0: Emotional, yeah.
1: Totes emotion. Yeah, well,
0: well emotion. Well, I've seen Greta Gerwig films before, so I was prepared for that. Well, <laughs> you, you watched Lady, oh, no, Lady, Lady Bird. Oh, no, Lady That's really good. And then she also did the recent Tish remake of Little Women, which had Florence Pugh and, and Timothy right. Chalamet. And, stuff and that's good oh uh, and shisha ronan again yeah uh but ladybird is the one if you're gonna watch one oh, right. it's really good
1: the shisha ronan one right yeah
0: and she's also the lead in little women i guess mm. um but the, the, it's a bit more ensemble in uh, little women obviously
1: because they're all sisters and stuff what uh, i thought was a, what? the only thing i haven't quite pegged about barbie is i can't quite work out the target audience, are like, I, I guess it's us <laughs> and those that are yeah. nostalgic for it as opposed to kids now, but also kids are going to see this. And there's an awful lot oh, of I what I would argue yeah. is like not adult in the yeah. sense of like it being outrageously obviously crude and sweary and all that kind of stuff, but clearly adult oriented no, humor.
0: Yeah. I think it can be enjoyed on different levels, maybe not quite on the same level as like a classic Simpsons or whatever but sure I think, uh yeah, I think you get more out there as an adult Who <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> understood what what was what they were talking about, but yeah,
1: yeah, I just I, I didn't see it like, while I was in it, I was just thinking, this isn't really a kid's film, I don't no, it's I, not i don't I don't get it like no, and but, it's not like Mattel come out of
0: it very well at all, no, <laughs> they don't they come out of it really badly, yeah. But I mean, they make a bunch of cash out of it, so I'm sure they don't mind.
3: Yeah.
0: People might I be- have heard that they're, of course, they're idiots and they now want to make a film franchise out of all of their properties. And it's like, did you watch the film? Do you get what <laughs> it's? That's not going to
1: work, you maniacs. I mean, it might. You can't, you can't, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, if, if they return to G.I. Joe, they might be onto something. <laughs> They already tried that once, though, didn't they? Yeah, but it was like too much yeah. of a reimagining, right? It wasn't like GI Joe as anyone remembered it. But no, apparently, they weren't bad films, right? They just sort of average. In the age of like the new CG era of action films, I guess they were kind of like mm. in right in the middle
2: of it and were not really stand out. But then, what are you actually going to? What would you do if the the not that version of GI Joe? Would you? Would it have to be like a weird Barbie situation where you've got like? these 80s not really superheroes but now they're in the modern military and they have to deal with that <laughs> well yeah it, it could be like an out, be cool an out of yeah. time action
1: film could be kind of fun but but you know it's not like again it's not like that hasn't been done before well with, yeah but, sure but it could work pretty well they're like from commando or, or like
0: predator
2: or something or, or like what, what if they, they like- take small soldiers and make it like awkward and funny <laughs> to make it like small soldiers <laughs> yeah. make the same film again if half of a different brand uh, yeah. with a real brand yeah with a, with a real brand. A fake brand
1: yeah
3: <laughs> I used to like small soldiers but like I, I don't know if it holds up I'm sure it do- does I doubt it does yeah <laughs> I think it's yeah it's probably like one of those films where I liked more as as a, as a younger me and, that, and now it's just like too cookie cutter I bet
1: but it was probably pretty innovative at the time
2: maybe I mean it's basically just the the take on toy story of the time right <laughs> the yeah we're the, just going the, the, to rip off the toy story idea but with different toys but the CG and animation and it got to
1: a point where it was going to work right even though a lot of it was actually like practical
2: yeah which is also cool really <laughs> Well, sure. I mean, that did make it a bit different, I suppose.
3: Yeah, small soldiers was pretty early, though. Really, like, yeah, like before, before everything was just pure CG. <laughs> so, does this mean I have to make you watch The Godfather?
1: <laughs> I mean, maybe. Oh my God, it's I mean, like maybe. three hours. <laughs> I know that's kind of the problem. It's. Uh, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm a bit it's afraid. quite good. I'm a bit. <laughs> I, <would> I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm sure. Like, I know it's like, I know it's like its status in the world of film. But then I, like, you know, I made myself watch. Oh, okay, it must be over a decade ago now. But I made myself watch Scarface. Right, like. And, oh right, okay. And a, That's
0: not nearly as good as God and the Godfather.
1: Right, okay. but I'm, I'm glad you said that because, it's like, in 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 my mind, it's like. Did you it, mean it, the
0: Brando Palmer one with the uh, with? With Al Pacino, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah I, I no. kind
1: of, and I kind and I kind of thought that was held in the same regard, and it's like, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. I mean, that's good if you if you want to get all the references in Grand Theft Auto V, right? <laughs> surely. But no, it is not. And there's like, say, "I'm not my little friend," but no, that is, is But that's not, not even said even in the cl- way
1: in the way like no. everyone says it, right? He says it in the the intonation of that line delivery is. Yeah, is, is
3: my
0: little friend. My little friend.
1: doesn't half the consonants yeah. aren't actually said. Uh, it's it's a. It's no, a weird I film I, it's a weird film.
0: Um it is a good film, but I mean that's not even honor. I have you seen um the one that is comparable to God uh, to The Godfather is Goodfellas. Uh, the, oh, see, I've the not seen that the either. one okay okay scarface isn't even close to either of those <laughs> okay <laughs> no, hmm. so don't yeah you watch the wrong one if you were going to make yourself
1: watch a classic okay, okay. <laughs> i'm afraid yeah, I, think I could I, have told you but yeah I, I think i lumped it all in in my well in fairness there, there was a point where i knew someone who was a big al pacino fan who had like a billion of his dvds so i watched right. a few of them and, was, uh, and didn't quite get it do you know what I mean? Didn't quite, didn't quite land as a, as a, as the same. Have you? Did you watch Heat or whatever? See, I mean, no, I, I movie haven't movie seen Heat either. either. And I really, uh, want to, I, know, I actually really. do really want to watch that. But
0: I think you would like Heat, but I'm not a massive fan of Heat. But I think you would probably enjoy it. <laughs> uh, it's, I don't know. I think it's a little bit too. Uh, I don't know. Actually, it's a bit too nihilistic and
1: not to be confused with know. the Heat, the Sandra Bullock joint. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Very different film. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, um, good. Uh, I'm good fellow. Like good. a Heat 2 like oh, a. Oh yeah, no. The, he wrote a book, didn't he? Like a novel that was a sequel to Heat, like Brand Um, whoever the director is, is that the same guy
3: as Scarface? Is it Devant? I don't know. Um, or is that another okay. Scorsese I don't know. No, Heat isn't Scorsese. What's not my era? What's... These films, it's not my era.
1: Like a man. Oh yeah, Michael Mann. Yeah, okay. I was about to say it's like, it's like a music question. If it's not, it's not late nineties, early two thousands. I'm in trouble. <laughs>
3: like... Yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. <laughs> uh, Goodfellas, good. Uh, Godfather, really good. Um, Scarface, skip it. <laughs> Fair. I mean, it was all right.
1: So the no, the, I mean, the music yeah. is strange. In that, I remember quite clearly because it's kind of like these, these sort of like.
0: I mean, the thing I realised watching it, like having seen because I knew that the mansion in Vice City is obviously from, right, yeah, Scarface or whatever. But I didn't realise like the club in Vice City or whatever is the same, basically. Hmm. You know, the one on the corner or whatever. In um, that's basically the same as the s- set in. Like, quite a lot of it is just copied directly from Scarface. <laughs> huh. Yeah, and now they're doing Grand Theft Auto Six, you know, with the leaks. Like it is supposed to be a uh, Miami, isn't it? So maybe there'll be there'll be high def Scarface frequencies. <laughs> Although I don't know if it, what era it's going to be set in.
1: It's probably modern day, right? But it, think, yeah, that'd be my guess. Yeah, as long as we get someone who's a little bit like uh, Horatio from CSI Miami in it. You know, so he can put yes. his sunglasses on and walk sunglasses away. Sunglasses on,
0: yeah. <laughs> that
1: was good when Ken put on two
0: sets. Of he wears of sunglasses. <laughs> it was like, oh,
3: yeah. That
1: was pretty good. Cool. You know what else I've been, I, I watched? I've, I've watched the first two episodes of Ms. Marvel. Oh, yeah, I quite like that one. I'm not super feeling it at the moment, if I'm honest. It's all right. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is. Again... It's not the cultural thing the cultural yeah. thing is fine, like and I actually think that's probably the best the most the, Aspect the of it, yeah. yeah the 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 most fulfilling implementation I'm just not feeling the interactions yeah. between the characters and the mm. the mm. over what well, may be over exaggerated teenageness of it like i don't know oh it's very like, yeah it, 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 it feels like the kind of fake teenager that tv makes rather than like how people oh. really are i don't know i don't oh, I, I'm, sure. ju- I'm just not relating to it at all it's also um, a it's... comic book but yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah course, sure. But yeah of course you're right but you know yeah, I, I feel sure. like marvel have done in in a lot of their stuff you know they make they tend to make things feel somewhat grounded when they're try- when they want it to be and this is not yeah. that there is like e- even no. though the supernatural elements are kind of downplayed yeah um at least initially until yeah. she's like walking up like platforms that she conjures in mid-air sure. she- <laughs> but it's but it's even 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 with that you know there's not a huge part of it um it's still like like i don't know it's not it's not uh, it's all right is what i'm trying to yeah. say it's all Indeed. right but it's it's, it's, it's not it's not it's not getting its hooks in, like pretty much everything else that, that Marvel has done with me. Like, I really enjoyed Hawkeye by the end of it, um, and, I, and I was pretty into it. I'm not so into this, and it's, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm a, I'm a bit surprised.
0: Well, I don't regret not having started watching Secret Invasion now that now that people are really complaining about it, now it's over.
1: <laughs> you sort of hate I watching work. it, but actually love it. No, no, I haven't watched it at
0: all. I was <laughs> oh, okay. like, mm, that's the new thing. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I could be bothered. And now it's it's over. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I think the
1: consensus is, is probably worth avoiding,
0: even though the cast is insane. Oh, mate, no, like, I'm still going to watch it. I'm, I'm still right. hyped for it. Okay, we well, have to tell us on the podcast. Yeah. Like,
1: uh, I, w- I want to see was. that controversial AI-generated intro. <laughs> Right, <laughs> but to bit Yeah. See if people are drinking from from not quite can bottles with human heads. In yeah.
0: Oh, so good. I think they need. To, I, someone's probably already done that, but you should just, you know, some brand should, you know, make do a can bottle. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean they should. They should do an advert that is not only obviously AI generated, but like try and ramp up how weird it is. Like try hmm. and prompt it to make the maddest, most inhuman, insane thing. You know what I mean? Like a disturbing Aphex
1: twin video or yeah.
0: something. <laughs> and, and make that the I mean, while now's the, the time uh, to do that while I mean, while, while the writers and actors
1: can. are all on strike, like maybe they <laughs> maybe this is the this is the time to be playing yeah. all that stuff. But emphasize how unnatural it is rather than try
0: to make it. Yeah, I know what you mean. You don't know.
1: don't make a trip, don't like go all the way into any, the yeah. the uncanny valley. Go all the exactly. way. Exactly. Exactly. So you can't even like climb your way out you don't you don't want to be able to you want to be stuck there you want dogs with four
3: mouths yeah exactly
0: or are they mouths even they don't seem even to be know. stacked on top of each other not <laughs> even know very odd
1: yeah uh i was i was telling someone about our adventures in the uh being uh, being image generation that we did after the recording oh, yeah. last week um and they were like, "Okay, I've got one for you. Give me a. I, I want to see a, a cow riding a bicycle in Victorian dress." And I'm like, "No problem. Fire it up." No and problem. it's like, "That's probably one of the one of the most accurate like things I've ever seen it come up with. It, it, it looks pretty great. <laughs> it's like, nice. It even it even avoided the hand problem in a couple of cases by making the Victorian dress long enough that it draped over the hands. So you could even see how dodgy they would be on the handlebars." <laughs> Nice. and it's like oh that's really yeah. smart <laughs> it's like a i mean, work. not sure it did that on purpose no, but, but, it it but, it, but it was clever
3: <laughs> that stuff's hilarious it's still hilarious
1: and it's still it's still fun the number of people i guess i guess it's not that not that um not that surprising but the number of people that don't understand it so when you're like telling, like talking to people about it, and they're asking like the the classic questions of, so so are they doing people out of jobs? And you're like, well, not really, not right now. Right. It's like that's not that's not strictly how it works. It's just not quite good enough for any of that.
0: Yeah, but it is good enough to help people do certain jobs. Yes, and, and much faster in you know, in such a way that they need less people overall to be doing.
1: And you need to be very careful about fact-checking it, and you need to be very careful about this, this, that, and whatever. It's never quite what you want, all that kind of stuff. It's It's always got to be manipulated by a human at some point. Or it might take the same amount of time for a human to actually get what they want out of it through prompt jockeying. Which, don't get me wrong, I think is a skill, but it's a very transient skill. (laughs) Yeah. We'll see how it develops Like. I mean, it, the skill of googling,
0: uh, you know, has lasted. It's sure. still a skill. I mean, it's quite pretty easy skill, relatively. But I mean, some people are definitely better at it than others.
1: Well, it depends what you're searching for. Like, you know, there, there are plenty of times where there's a more popular version of the of the thing I'm trying to describe, and then it's almost impossible to get Google to or any search engine to give you the more obscure thing because it's like, oh no, you want this? You clearly want this like popular worded thing, and I'm like, no, I want. Uh, and I don't, I don't, I want the other thing, but I don't quite know enough about how to describe it in order to find the other thing. But I know it's not this. Ugh. Yeah. Search, it, search. It. So, uh, you know, you kind of want a search engine to be able to just like do what AI does in terms of like objectify things, right? Like object recognition, and you kind of want to say, say, like I'm thinking of this thing, and it gives you a list of like unique options rather than lots of things that reference the same thing. That would be pretty great if there was a way of like organizing that. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking of a cartoon from this era of time that had these things in it and instead of getting posts about every cartoon under the sun that uh, you know, that probably references the same cartoon that might be like that over and over and over again. It would be nice if it could break that down into like, well, here's a list of cartoons that I think are in that area. Yeah, I think that is coming, isn't it? Yeah, more slightly yeah. more contextual,
3: less referential results. That would be nice. computers
1: computers
3: computers my
0: job is just computer <laughs> <laughs> it's just beach
3: it's just computer it's just computer
1: <laughs> just pixels i'm sure someone Speaking describes their job as just pixels <laughs> just pixel pixel pushers yeah it's a classic
0: oh no how do i use the select tool i don't understand <laughs> Help you can
1: i tried I tried introducing a uh, baby miles to to a mouse, oh yeah, oh, that was quite entertaining. not to actually do anything useful with it, just to, like is he cause... gonna need a mouse by the time he's like, no, i'm gonna make sure. no no usage para- I will stand firm that usage paradigm is not going away <laughs> okay probably I'm
0: sure you're fair, but it, 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 I'm sure like. You know, kids today, kids today, young young kids, they get so used to screens being touch screens that they try to touch every
1: screen immediately. I mean, right? apparently that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. And you know, we sort of witnessed it with uh, uh, our friend's daughter during Eurovision. Well, I
2: think that's. <laughs> I think that's Which only. I think that's only if you expose them to touch screens constantly. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, the thing. They learn,
1: they learn that as the primary use case, and then don't realize that every screen can't do that or can do that sorry um i mean it it has been known to be a problem right it's been documented before that kids then come to look you know try and they get to school right and they try and use a they get taught or told to use a real pc and they've got no idea what they're doing well doesn't yeah but that's
2: different though right because in theory like most people wouldn't have any idea how to use an actual pc on like a real level like maybe they would you to describe a real level? Well, I mean, in the way of being able to actually do things on it, like, like it's not just the the physical function. Even it's like, how do you even? As we talked about before on the podcast, it's like, how do you understand how a PC even does the things you want it to do? Like, well, what what do all these menus actually mean? When did you learn that? Yeah. You, you just don't, but you do somehow. Somehow
1: you do, yeah. <laughs> I mean it's the same argument as to why I can't use Macs, right? Sure. Like uh, how, why I despite all my all my intelligence with computers and and knowledge and background and all that stuff I still find Macs a, a friggin' nightmare to use. And uh just Maybe a slightly different problem.
0: Sort of, yeah. It's like it's, but it's what is it that you trip up on? Because obviously, like almost I, everything
1: or whatever. <laughs> okay, like it's, it's it, okay. No, it's not that bad, but there's like there's there's always a li- there's a little thing in everything about a Mac that ends up ends up bothering me. Like the fact that there's no copy, there's no cut and paste in Finder was was the one the other day that wound me up. It's like seriously, I can't do this. I have to drag and drop. What's that about? But, Is that true? That can't be true. I mean, I I thought that too, but I couldn't like Command X a file and then and then go over to another Finder window where I was. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's no there's no cut function. I mean, there, there is copy, right? Okay, mm-hmm. but, but I, yeah. I, I never
0: personally never use cut. Uh, oh, I use it on Windows. Yeah, <laughs> interesting.
1: Just to move stuff around, like I'll cut it out of one. I'll have two windows that I'm working in one. You know, and and yeah. I, admittedly, that's the same. I could just drag. Yeah, if you have it, but, two windows,
2: then you could just drag drop or shift drag drop. But Sometimes
1: I don't have two windows, and I have like the folder explorer open, right? And I'll click in a folder, grab what I want, and then the folder I want to move to is right there. So I'll click that and then paste in. You know, without having to in another window and do the fo- do the whole navigation thing like you drag it into the tree yeah or you could drag it into the tree I guess but that's not the tree the, I mean the Mac representation of the file system isn't always that helpful like, like I, I well yeah
2: that's that's what I'm thinking your actual problem with Macs is that it's like it's not that you don't understand it it's that it doesn't let you do it because <laughs> it's a Mac <laughs> yeah, t- 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 yeah. <laughs> Or, you know you what know, you want to do, but Mac doesn't want you to do that. In
1: fact that the end, the, the action of the end key is different on Mac. That really pisses me off. Like, is it? Yeah. On Windows, it's end of line. Um. In oh. uh, in Mac, it's end of file. Yeah, end of file. Yeah. Which is What's, really irritating because I'm constantly is, doing that when I code, like going is, to end of home, line.
0: Is home key start of
1: line? Start, start of file Windows? as well. Uh, oh, start of line. Start. Of,
0: on, in Windows, home key is start of line. I believe so, but I don't really use that one. Oh, um, interesting. What about if you're using a web browser and you hit home? Does that, that goes to the top of the f- page, doesn't it?
1: I don't know. Again, Windows. don't really use that. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I mean, I've just pushed it and it does. but <laughs> It does, yeah.
0: That's how, yeah, I'm used to it being the same, you know, for home and end. being. But anyway, I don't even have an end key on my keyboard, so...
1: Right, yeah, but uh, yeah, that annoys me. So I, I can't, I Fair can't, fact. I can't learn the muscle memory. War well, is fairly simple. It's command right, isn't it? On Mac, instead to do end of line, and it's like I know, you know I know that, but I, yeah. my muscle memory doesn't make me do that. So I'm constantly pushing end if I'm working yeah. on a Mac, and end, and end up in the wrong place. And I'm like, no. Yeah. I mean, the real the real problem is not Mac.
0: The real problem is switching between. Different ways. Of sure, doing it. if you yeah, it's, if you've different... it to Mac like I did,
1: you wouldn't have a problem after a while. You're, you're yeah. probably right. It is it is mode of operation, but like yeah, yeah I, I I just struggle with it and I just, I like dislike it. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> Not necessarily Mac's fault. I just dislike it. Well, and when there's a thing missing, and you know, and the, <laughs> I don't like that there's me- that the menus. You can hold the Option button to get secret menu items appearing. I <laughs> yeah. I think that's a terrible usage paradigm. Like just, just like, why? You've already you've weird. already it's hidden weird. an option away in a menu. Why hide it behind another modifier?
0: <laughs> yep, that is pretty weird. It's weird. There's tons of weird things. My my my. The thing that annoys me to this day of of Mac is it doesn't have. And I think Windows is different. It doesn't have like. Well, it doesn't have click through. So like if you have focus on one window and you click on another window the first click focuses that window but it doesn't, click oh, it doesn't actually and do, do the action whatever. Right. no you have to click again to which is on purpose it's yeah. a choice but it's not it's not configurable again uh, i can, I can so see
1: it, the intent there that's like yeah,
0: yeah.
1: i have i have less uh, of a problem with that
0: but so the thing that happens to me is um uh i've got my code editor on the left and i've got my um the browser on the right or whatever, and the focus is on the browser. And if I I right-click inside, let's say the File Explorer of the editor and click like new file, I can do that mm-hmm. uh, but it still hasn't and it does the action but it still hasn't clicked through so then oh, wow. I, so if it still I start did, typing it, the name of the file it doesn't have the focus oh, that's weird so annoying so it did the, it I did think the
1: so it did the contact it, it knew to pop the context menu and work and do the focus you know so the app had focus to do that but it didn't yeah it didn't it didn't acquire actual focus that's, actual that, focus okay that is slightly odd
0: yeah, uh, it annoys me to this day, and it's not configurable. Like
1: it's, mm. uh, anyway. I get, I get it with the under normal usage, but yeah, if it, if it still popped the, if you right clicked, and it didn't do anything, and it still, and it just acquired focus, and then you had to do it again. That fe- that would feel at least consistent, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, popping. Can
1: you still can you hover me. can you hover mouse wheel? Is that a thing Mac allows? So you don't have to have yeah, the window yeah. doesn't have to have focus, you can just hover and wheel in it. and it and yeah, so it's t- it scrolls. Okay. So that works. Okay. That's good. I was yeah. a bit worried the focus yeah. would break that, but all the lack no, of focus though. would break that.
0: No, that works. <laughs> anyway, that's just the, the annoy that still annoys me to this day. I'm pretty sure but I yeah, I could see why people are annoyed by acting the other way. If you accidentally click you could actually Yeah do something even though the window didn't have focus or uh, I, will, I will give
1: max some credit it's like i don't well while the lack of a true maximize can be occasionally a bit odd like you always have to give up some screen real estate to something right like the bar at the yeah. bottom of the screen is quite big and uh i mean yeah you can make it auto hide don't 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 at me about well, that's that what but, I do. Yeah. But, but still it's like you know there's always some amount of real estate going to something else on a Mac, yeah. but I like, but I do like the quality of their window manager. It is, it is just, it is good, right? Things that, like, when you maximize mm. something in Windows, there's often an awkward snap or an awkward flicker as it mm. tries to re-render or try re-chrome the window or something like that, and that's just not a thing in Macland, and that's lovely. Yeah, um, yeah,
3: it's nice. yeah,
0: <sighs> yeah. I just hope they both get and, better.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> Windows
0: Mac needs to get better. It needs to be a bit faster in places. And Windows needs to like sort out all their legacy shit. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. Windows, Windows needs a yeah. slickening. It always has done. Yeah. Um, and every time yeah. they try, it's not quite what anyone wants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, they, putting they, the, they, just putting the start bar in the middle doesn't, fit, doesn't no, make it better. No, it doesn't and also i i just can't get past the whole mac mentality people have of like it just works it's like no it doesn't yeah. i've had i've had so some many things, problems but some things in the
0: apple ecosystem are like mind blowing and like wouldn't be possible without the stupid the, the stupid walled garden well not walled garden but for example like when i got my watch uh, i walked out to my mac and it unlocked my mac <laughs> It's like hmm. i didn't have to configure it or anything right. it just happened and it was like neat. because it because yeah. my watch was already authenticated by with me or whatever mm. well oh no i I'd, I'd typed the code into my watch at the start of the day and it knew i hadn't taken the watch off right uh so it knew i was me and then therefore it communicated with the mac and told it oh it's it's it's, it's this guy and unlocked it without a password
3: sure that's um, cool
0: so stuff stuff like that there's mm. certain things that just sort of the quote-unquote just work um
1: um yeah, but, but then when you get you know, bugs, they're normally massive bugs. Isn't the other thing yeah. like like system killing bugs or which we which we have encountered with our use of the M1s. Um you got some kernel panics going on. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. I mean we've we've got we've had two M1 Mac Minis and both of them have had startup trouble and because one of them we remote access to there is a there there has been a fairly nasty remote access bug that means If you accidentally leave power saving on on a device that you're remoting into turned on uh, and that kicks in, it becomes impossible to both remotely log into it and locally log into it. What the fuck? Yeah. So the only only solution then is to hard turn it off, which most Macs don't let you do via the power button. So you unplug the thing. Right. And that is... As it turns out, very risky with Macs because they corrupt right. very easily. Oh dear! So no we've goodness. we've managed to break one, and I've managed to then fix it, which was a effort, but impressive. Because uh, you can do that; you can. It has got recovery menus and blah blah blah, and you can then get hold of, uh, you know, a fresh, a completely fresh OS install. We had to reformat that thing from from very scratch, but you can do that. Uh, which is something I actually didn't think you could. Um so I was pleasantly surprised by that process but I shouldn't be having to go through that process because <laughs> <laughs> of a, yeah fine. yeah a, basically a chain of events um that is just a bug and uh to this day i don't think they've fixed that. Um mm-hmm. little things. Little things. I should stop ranting. M- M- windows <laughs> has a bu- as a as a bucket load of little things too. I'm not being I'm not yeah. I'm I'm just yeah. it's i'm used to the little things in windows, right? Uh, um but you know what the big advantage of Windows is? Games. Computer games.
0: We got there. Yeah. And this is a podcast about video games. <laughs> I was watching the Red Letter Media review of of um, Oppenheimer, and they kept cutting to, uh, you know, the big fireball or whatever from the trailer mm. of the explosion. And they just overla- overlaid across that, like, I am become Segway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we are segwaying into. The video game news. Only forty minutes in, we didn't even have like a subtle mention of a video game where they've up to this point. <laughs> about computers, but yeah, yeah. Is it true that Macs still don't have a dedicated full screen mode? So, like graphics. Cut. Oh really? So, so that, yeah, it's always running in the Windows manager. That was a thing yeah. at one point. I don't know if that's still
0: true. That's I like, don't know. I haven't. I haven't tried. I think the one time I tried, have well. When I've tried gaming on Mac, I think it has been in a window, effectively. But it's mm. worked out fine, like a, like it was fine when we're playing a Disco Elysium, or, or even when we're playing Civilization, like it's fine. Um,
1: I think the only game I've ever played on a Mac was Nertz. Don't know if that counts.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, But the things are supposedly getting better, right? They've got um, basically DirectX emulation on the kind of level of of the, the, the Valve one oh, really? the Steam Deck well, like, or whatever. Yeah, it's coming, yeah. You know, to the, a, a compatibility layer between DirectX and um, Metal instead of right, Vulcan yeah. or whatever it is. But yeah, it's basically the same kind of tech as... Steam deck is doing probably not quite as, as good at this point, but so, yeah it's so what, on its
1: way so what's the thing that like a game maker would have to still compile it for Mac, but they wouldn't have to change their graphics protocol there, and it would just run that side of it, okay,
0: I think so, although the steam deck they do they even need to do i mean I
1: don't them? know yeah are they are they yeah. doing enough like Windows kernel emulation or remapping at least so it's so that's not yeah. a problem either,
0: yeah. Anyway, um I, I, I feel like that stuff is still a little way off, but it, it could be it could make a difference. Uh, not that you know I mean it's your great M two line processors are necessarily like gonna compete with
1: And in and in uh, theory like thanks to all the like conversations around the Dolphin emulator and its uh recent battles with nin- well, not really battle, but recent like uh kerfuffle with Steam and Nintendo. Uh, apparently, that's you know that stuff would it would technically be a hundred percent legal. So, like you know, doing interop layers for for Mac to run Windows stuff would be fine.
3: They could just do it,
1: and I guess that's how Steam get away with it on the deck, right? There's <laughs> no no legal issue there just give us just give us maximum interoperability everybody
3: let's do it emulate the world
0: yeah everyone can play what they want where where they want it that's the that's
1: the beautiful future being past streaming <laughs> <laughs> so what what news we got not much going on this really, week really bugger all i mean i, I touched okay. on one other things was that, that 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 dolphin thing actually got a little bit clarified um they they don't think they're in basically i think last time we talked about it like the whole the whole thing was like dolphin what we're trying to get themselves listed on steam but steam mm. basically said you're going to need nintendo's approval for that we're a bit worried about it nintendo obviously yeah. said no you can't do that and that's kind of the end of it it wasn't actually any more serious than that as it turns out so okay so dolphin can't be on steam the dolphin project isn't dead dolphin's still going to be around the we common keys argument that a few people raised and that uh, not apparently a problem either um the whole question about whether those common keys were could be classified as secret numbers um and therefore a bit of a uh, something you could legally challenge um doesn't seem to be a problem dolphin have acquired have seeked legal advice on this stuff and they're like no yes, we've we've been pretty clearly told that thanks to the DMCA exclusions for interoperability of applications and layers that do interoperability emulators using this technique are fine we can't be mm. we we are exempt from um the rules that would say we can't do this um like Dolphin's fine. You just won't see it appearing on commercial stores or. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that is fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, technically they could appear on stores, is what this means. It's just that Valve wanted Nintendo's approval for it. Um, yeah. I guess presumably after Valve might have gotten a little bit of trouble when they posted those screenshots of Dolphin being on the Steam Deck, you know, <laughs> they did that. Um Valve did. Valve did. Yeah, there okay. was some there was some promotional art that had like um, you know, you know the Steam Deck interface. If you're not familiar, but it had basically like the yeah. a, the app launcher for Dolphin on one of their promotional shots. Can you get it on there then by jigging around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's separately? it's totally possible. Yeah, because because basically yeah, okay, the cool. Steam Deck OS lets you just run apps you've put on there, right? So there needs to be a way to expose that through the 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 SteamOS launcher or Steam Deck OS launcher, whatever it's called. Um, so that was that was that was how that slipped in.
3: Uh, so there was that.
1: Otherwise, not a lot's happening. Uh, there's not going to be a new Immortals game that got cancelled. That was apparently under the underway. Once again, it's the question
2: of what the fuck is Ubisoft,
1: is Ubisoft doing? <laughs> making these days? Yeah.
2: Or, or maybe more a question of like what are about. Ten thousand people of Ubisoft, like well, I'm sure there's yeah. some some amount of people are still working on like Assassin's Creed and whatnot. But then you would look at any Ubisoft games credits, and there's like like so many people in there. It's like okay, where's the rest of your goddamn company? at
1: So some amount of people on Assassin's Creed projects. Don't forget, there's like five of them. <laughs> at the, at the sure, moment. I guess. I can only really remember three off the top of my head. There's Mirage, there's Jade, there's the witchy one. Wasn't there another Asian one as well, like a Japanese one in the work or something? Like, yeah, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of Assassin's Creed projects on on the way at the moment. Maybe. No, yeah, unless they get canned as well. Well,
2: unless those were just like super long distance announcements, like some kind of Elder Scrolls Six scenario. Yeah, and was it Massive that were leading the
1: the project on Star Wars Outlaws? I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're getting their own project. So, so I guess that's the thing. Everyone's working on Assassin's Creed or <laughs> Star Wars or The Crew. I guess. Or Rainbow Six, I guess. The Clancyverse.
2: You know how many people yeah. are still working on that?
1: I mean, I bet a bunch of people are still working on Siege, but... Um... Because it's a money spinner, right? So you just still
2: Yeah, but that doesn't seem like that would take many people any longer. When you're just adding a character every now and then or whatever, I mean, it's it's work, but it's one of those things where it's like you've got a formula down at this point. You just have to come up. Yeah, with I, the- wonder.
1: I wonder. I wonder. I wonder if like, I wonder how many people it takes to maintain a game like that.
2: Well, yeah. Fortress 2* is that he's not many. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's, t- that's true. I don't think you can use Team Fortress 2 as a yardstick for many things. things.
2: (laughs) Well, it is a multiplayer shooter, though. It is somehow still
1: operational. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, there's that. Uh, What else else was happening? What else did I write down? (laughs) Not much. One more thing. Yeah, Gundam Evolution is shutting down, which was uh, less than a year old on consoles um, by the time that dies. Uh, So another free-to-play shooter that is apparently not done successful enough to keep running which struck me as the only reason i mention it is because it struck me as a little bit of a surprise because i thought that game was doing well simply because the number of people on again personal bias i suppose the number of people through my twitter that actually kind of enjoy that game and seem to post about it on the regular but so I, th- I kind of thought it was doing well enough. Yeah, but
2: Gundam is not a very popular franchise in general. I don't think. Do you think like outside of no. outside of Japan, like outside of a very small subset of anime fans. <laughs> I, I mean,
1: I have to confess, I've never seen a Gundam like episode or anything even as someone that watches anime like i just just never
2: well the trouble i think the problem is like it's one of those classic anime situations where it's like which one are you going yeah, to watch because <laughs> there's too you, many fine versions
1: of it where do you start do you go back to the 80s and start from there and work your way up like or do you just do you just pick like something more recent like i don't know iron-blooded orphans keeps coming up on, on my netflix as you should watch this um so that you
2: know that, well, what that actually means, is you have to you have to go to some anime forum and see what their so, top list is or yeah, whatever. Where,
1: where do I begin?
2: <laughs> Although to be fair, every time I think about
1: watching a mecha anime, a bit in my head goes, "You know what? I should actually go back to Full Metal Panic because I started watching that years and
2: years <laughs> Although ago." Although that one again, another one of like which version are you going to watch? Of that oh, wait, there's there are, there's multiple versions I, of that. I think not like tons, <laughs>
1: not like not like Gundam tons. It's not like is this the, the Full Alchemist problem where it's like do you well, watch the original yes, or watch Brotherhood to which the answer is obviously watch Brotherhood but obviously started watching Vinland Saga season two that show is real good but also whoo, heavy that's a, that's a heavy viewing um, recommend it though it's
3: good it's mm. good it's also on Netflix now so
1: that's nice <laughs> Uh, that's pretty much all I've got for news is there anything else anyone else wants to talk about do we really want to talk about Twitter Twitter no, not really I mean I'm going to forever call it
2: yeah Twitter. I know is
1: anyone ever going to actually
2: I mean realistically at this point no. we're still in the waiting period to see whether this all gets undone oh, <laughs> we I mean, give it three more weeks at least it's so going to
0: get undone surely it has to get undone at some point it's just a question of how long yeah <laughs> I mean whether the company will go bust before it
3: happens yeah. it's just
1: I mean, everyone said it. I don't need to reiterate it, but I'm going to anyway. It is the weirdest business decision I think I've ever heard. Like, like, it's why would you shit all banned. over? Yeah, over what I mean, is what is? I wouldn't say an untarnished brand, but, but obviously, <laughs> but still a very strong brand. Like one of the strongest. Incredible.
0: The fact that. Okay, so if you forget the name, it's like they have a name. So if you make a post on Facebook, it's called a post. If you make an Instagram, on a post on Instagram, it's called a post. If you make a post on a blog, it's called a post. If you make a post on Twitter, it's called a tweet. Mm. No one else has that. That's amazing. I, mean, like, I guess you could say it's a gram
1: on my Insta. I think I've heard it a
2: couple times, but no, generally the not. The gram is yeah. the
1: shortened, shortened form of saying Instagram.
2: Called I mean, you the gram. say it's Fine. a TikTok, right? When you're just posting a TikTok.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I, <laughs> I guess. mean, that TikTok also happened for
1: Vines as well. Yeah.
2: Right?
0: Yeah, I guess TikTok's got it too. Yeah, fair. But I just think, like, it's why not like i go to the t-
1: YouTubes and watch a tube.
0: You put it
2: up a tube. And <laughs> <laughs> it's a teams. verb
0: as well. I tweeted. Or a tweet? Like, yeah. He, Oh, I tweeted this tweet. Like no one says like TikTok this TikTok.
3: <laughs> and,
1: and what do you immediately think of when someone says when you see a tag that's at someone? You think of Twitter. Like yes, Instagram I follows that same pattern, and then yes, I think like Threads and Mastodon probably follow that as well. But yeah,
2: I mean that's not. But you think of Twitter first. Everyone, that's, that's, that's just yeah. that's just how it works. That's less linked to the brand than the actual verbiage.
1: <laughs> well, exactly. Well, Twitter did it first, right? That, that was the thing. Twitter did the at someone thing.
2: Sure, but that that could still work under X. That's that's not re- not linked inherently to the word Twitter. No, you're you're right, but it is. It's a strong part of the brand. Um,
3: it's 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 not going to stick. It can't
1: stick. It's Not possible.
2: I mean, for a start, they you know what you're going to have for the website. Also, the brand is like it, it's untrademarkable as well. Just, well, like, there's yeah, been arguments a about whether that is yeah. true or not. Like it might be it's not like microsoft and, and facebook don't already have trademarks of x microsoft
1: are the strongest holder in that area because because i don't think x just as a as a it's it's weird right because i don't think x as just a letter is possible to be trademarked in this way but the x as a logo right that yeah. for xbox is is so uh like x using just an x for their logo might get them into trouble um, let alone the name. <laughs> so stupid. So they like trying
0: to take down the Twitter sign from their um, office yep. in San Francisco oh, that and getting so stopped. And then they put up a giant, horrible-looking X on top of the building. And now they've put fucking flashing lights on it, which flashes, <laughs> like strobes into the fucking building opposite for the people or whatever at night. Oh, it's bad. like, what the fuck? And then San Francisco City is like... Uh, we should probably stop this. <laughs> Going around, we can't, really we can't have slowly. a building
1: as an epilepsy attack. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> wait for the That's... helicopter crash.
3: <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's so fucked up. What a idiot? Uh. I mean, I struggle
1: to. I mean, it probably is just Elon, but there's a part of me that thinks he must he must be surrounded by idiots that are also propagating all of this. He
2: can't have done all of this himself.
0: Well, well, he gets the feedback through the platform. Right? Yeah,
2: like, I, I feel like know, the Twitter like, thing he could have actually done himself. Maybe because he didn't like it's not, it's like an incredibly half-faked change. It's like you, there, there's yeah. still the word Twitter all over that goddamn website yeah, and tweet. It, yeah. <laughs> well,
1: and the, and the, um, at least on my phone, the app is still the Twitter app, right? Well, you, I mean, you, that, you, well, might that might that be a refresh time,
2: update yeah. or whatever. But, sure. but yeah, it's clearly just like. <laughs> He knows how to access certain files, but he doesn't know how to access a lot of these files. Here's the thing:
1: branding aside, do you think anyone's actually going to move? I mean, are there, like, there's been so many people like saying, yeah, like, question. they're threatening to move. Like when Mastodon like came about and had its moment yeah. in the sun. Well, apparently, does anyone really talk about that now? Like, people are only talking about threads, the Facebook thing now, because x is such a disaster well apparently friends
2: is already falling off again but. yeah exactly there
0: well of course it is because there's initial interest of course and people already have an account on instagram so it's easy to log into threads and see mm. what's going on and when you see that of course it doesn't have the content i think yet.
2: maybe now is the time when like some percentage of people are finally getting out <laughs> that's the thing i think yeah. maybe, like maybe now we can finally just not look at, at social media continuously man i like twitter though <laughs> I Me like, too I, I don't like, enga- I like I don't like
1: engaging with it but <laughs> I like I like I like yeah. just reading that like it's the one thing I doom scroll and Twitter is by far my favorite because...
0: social network, mainly because it's the emphasis on short text means that makes people be funny. <laughs> sure, yeah. That's what I like about Twitter, although there is a lot of horrible nastiness on oh, Twitter. Of you could filter it effectively, so it's just a bunch of clever people who are funnier than you I mean, saying funny sure. things.
1: I actually don't have enough people on my Twitter to make... Two things. I don't have enough people that I follow intentionally, so my doom scroll capability is actually that long. Right. I, yeah. I will reach the the end of my feed that I've seen before, or if I put it in chronological mode, which is what I do all the time. And uh, um which I don't, I'm not even sure you do that anymore. Anyway, whatever. It seems chronological to me. But anyway, I get to a point where it's like, I've seen that. Fine. I'll stop. Great. And it's like that happens. So I'm not like infinitely scrolling it forever, which is great. So plus point. Secondly, yeah, I feel that list is filtered to pretty much only what I want to see. Yeah. And, uh, you know, every now and then, you, 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 it's just impossible to avoid the odd retweet from someone that you think is like, "Oh, I really didn't want to see that," or "That's that's not good." But it was like a retweet from someone who's normally good. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, it happens, happens with your own friends on Facebook. So <laughs> Ooh, it's rare that they actually drive that. Cops drove down this. Oh, route. That's usually my. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: coming from my end usually. It's the cops.
1: It's the fuzz. They're us. it's illegal broadcast yeah <laughs> i don't know what else we can add to the x debate apart from no, <laughs> uh, yeah i guess guess no one will actually move right it's too big a platform
0: i mean yeah i think that's right that it's
2: just that people would maybe drop off and like nothing, yeah. go outside <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i mean i already feel like it's to some extent the like Media, like the media side, have already dropped off Twitter. Like when you're looking at the BBC news posts or whatever, they're much less frequently embedding Twitter posts in those. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's that's, true, that's yeah.
1: a. I mean, honestly, that's a great thing. I mean, the <laughs> sure. news shouldn't be using that as much as much as they do. I, I kind of fundamentally think that's a that's yeah. They apparently. should be doing their
2: jobs better than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, but t- quoting a tweet that's from a, from the actual source that you would want to take the quote yeah. from is like that's perfectly but fine that's, journalistically.
1: I mean, that's fine, but then most like. Articles of that top then degrade into, and here's what other people are saying about it. And those are
2: well, not on the BBC. That one, okay, totally. embed the tweet and then basically say the same thing again in the actual text sure. of the article. I mean, I mean, I mean,
1: fair if that's all they're doing. But like a lot of stuff you read is like they embed the tweet and then go, and
2: here's what other people are saying, and you're like, no, switch off. I mean, that's what the actual website is for. Mm. That's
1: that's where you go to quit Twitter and actually to yeah, read just, that. Just just use Twitter. Like, I don't need these other sites for that. You have you have not added to this conversation. Stupid website.
2: Maybe it's time for the grand comeback of Google Plus. <laughs> Gone. Mm.
1: I mean, other than the fact that nobody used it, Google Plus was fine.
2: Well, obviously, I mean, it was just like all the other Google systems. It was, but it was fine, but it was dead than dead.
1: Yes. What What happened to is? LO still a thing? Did that? <laughs> Did that still exist? Anyone remember Ello?
0: I mean, if it was no, if it was a Google thing, it would have been killed. Like they kill everything they make. It was was a Google thing. thing. I think
1: it was another just general social competitor.
3: Mm. I don't know. Oh, it's 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 weird. It's weird.
1: Where are we going to get our gaming news? (laughs) Where am I going (laughs) to? We
3: didn't get it from
0: Twitter anyway. We didn't.
1: We didn't. Where where where, where am I going to get my temperature for the gaming news?
0: I mean, I used to use
1: Joystick and like half our sources shut down. Like, what yeah. is it now? Kotaku is like... Kotaku's a good one. And if I had a Forbes subscription, obviously Jason Schreier from Forbes would that be... Cares. It would be a hot sauce.
2: Use my method. Look at YouTube thumbnails. That'll tell you what's hot in gaming right now. That does kind of tell you what's going on sometimes. <laughs> Why? Like, what is what is hot? What's on your YouTube thumbnails? Well, on my YouTube adverts, it's non-stop Diablo Four. So I mean, I guess
1: that that's about that. Okay. I mean, the new Mortal Kombat One trailer was the thing I seemed to see popping off this morning.
2: Oh well, that's that's a bit too new. That hasn't yeah. fully filtered into like everyone's thumbnails yet. Yeah. I think I saw a couple. <laughs> That's how you know. It's like it's the percentage of how many of these other different channels are all doing a thing about it. Mm. That's how you can tell how, how important the news is, I guess. Speaking of news, that's probably the news. <laughs> I guess so.
0: <laughs> I think it's time for what you've been playing.
1: Is it? Rob, what have you been playing? Is it? Uh... Let's uh, hold off on the Zelda segue, shall we? And go <laughs> because it's a segue, yes. Yeah, that
2: would be and, the idea. Uh,
1: and go meandering through my other uh, gaming musings. Uh, I played a bit more Daytona USA 2001, which I talked about last time. Um, I got through the championship mode of it again. I didn't score as well as I did back in the day. Apparently, so I'm not I'm not as good as I thought I was after my initial success of like beating my previous times. Uh, like actually succeeding consistently enough to do well in the championship. No, I didn't, didn't do quite as well, but weirdly enough, that resulted in me unlocking a car that I didn't apparently have before. So I'm a bit confused about how that system works. Does it like, did I not, I don't know what condition I met this time that like 20 odd years ago when I was playing this, um, when it was new, um, I didn't do, but whatever. I've unlocked two more cars that, that I never, never saw before. Um, just through playing the game, so bizarre, I guess. I'm better now. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Okay, I, I, I still find that game it as weird and simple and, and just weird that the, 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 the way that game handles is is odd. Like I do, I, I enjoy my time with that version of Daytona. It's um, it it takes a while to get used to. Yes, the controls are. Oddly twitchy, and the way the cars drift is strange and unforgiving. Um, but that's kind of the point. That game is like has its own technicality and its own mm. way. It, it requires it requires you to to get invested to figure that out and to get a handle on it. And to be honest, even with the amount that I've been playing it, like I still haven't got my handle on it. Like fully, it will still mm. confuse, and <laughs> it will still uh rile you a little bit with just like okay why on earth did that happen or why on earth did that drift behave like that or why couldn't i get control of my car again after that particular series of events or uh you know on a on a handling level even without the uh, the other car's involvement which is also a frustration point because you could get something wrong be trying to recover be not traveling very fast and then an ai car will just run into you at top speed and uh uh, if they get if the speed difference between you and them is fast enough, it will count as a as a crash and spin you out so you're even more hampered by your own by your earlier mistake it It can just compound problems can compound in that game in a way that's uh that's interesting, which makes doing you know it all the more important that you get you do a perfect run and you race consistently yeah. and all that kind of stuff and it's uh the weirdness is what gets its hooks in me. And that's, I think that's why I like it. Um, and probably another reason why I dislike more modern arcade races. They don't have, they're so like handling is kind of refined now to a point where you can pick up almost any arcade racer like that's been generated in the last 10 years, say, and be like, I I can play this. And I'm not a hundred percent convinced that that's a good thing. Mm. Like sure, on boards players easier, I suppose, and they could be having a having a good time faster, which might result in a demo of that game going well but l- long term i i just think i just feel like that makes the game more forgettable you want you want to i want a reason to get invested in a racing game um and honestly, I think that's 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 the thing that most racing games miss it's like there it does you have to have a reason to keep going and uh, even with all the limited options that Daytona has, it, it's its weirdness and its uh, you know get goodedness mm. works in its favour. Uh, it rewards you for staying with it, um, and I miss that. I do miss that in games generally. I miss, I miss having that drive to to learn how a game works. Um, <laughs> I miss having that drive to drive. <laughs> <The> drive <laughs> um, to drive. Uh, in, in, the need in, for Speed. Yeah, that's that's sort of why I'm enjoying this like retro run of mine. Like, um, hmm. and I will continue to do so, because um, I've got a couple other things on that front. I've I've played briefly. I thought I like now that I've got a DS that works or multiple DSs that work. Um, I've been playing a little bit of Ridge Racer DS, which is you know carrying on my Ridge Racer run. Which, as it turns out, I'd sort of forgotten that it was the uh, less good port of Ridge Racer 64 like it is basically the same game um, the same music the same cars the same variants of the tracks and I've kind of forgotten that's what the, this was um, but also like yeah well as I'm playing it I'm kind of aware or my memory of Ridge Racer 64 which was still pretty strong kind of supersedes my memory of this and I'm playing this sort of immediately thinking well it's like this but I don't remembering it uh, I remember the sixty four version being better, so I've not been super engaged with this one, thinking okay, maybe I should shouldn't play too much of it because maybe I actually just want to play Ridge Racer 64. Right, <laughs> Which yeah, does just go ahead and buy it. Yeah, which does the same thing but better. Um or at least that's how I remember it. So I'll you know, at some point I'll get the sixty four out maybe and <laughs> and we'll test that theory. <laughs> uh so yeah, been doing a bit of that. Uh I got myself another copy of Hydro Thunder as well for Dreamcast. So uh, this one actually works. Um so <laughs> I've been playing a bit of that. Oh sweet. And that is also a uh a satisfyingly strange racing game. You know, it's not it's not quite as technically weird as as Daytona is. Um but it's uh it's fun in its own strange arcade way. Like the handling is super simplified for, for, for like boats on water. Like you don't get so much of the driftiness. You don't get so much of the bumping around on the waves. It's actually quite, um, you know, forgiving, I should say for that kind of stuff. You can, you can pick vehicles that make that more of a problem. Uh, when you eventually unlock the harder tier vehicles, then the water physics does appear to make a bit more of a difference, but, uh, yeah, Hydro Thunder is about two minutes of fun, right? That's its, that's its whole thing. Like, the courses are real short. Um, uh, it's just have a blast through it. Um, see if you can beat your time, get a certain position. See if you can do well enough to unlock more stuff. Do it again. Rinse and repeat. And that is all that game is. It doesn't, like, have... It doesn't have modes. It just has go. <laughs> just go do it. Go play. That is the only option you get you get to pick your track and your boat and you press go and that is it and it's like it's yeah. it's it's refreshingly simple and it uh it achieves it pretty well what what like what surprised me about this version because zach and I obviously played quite a bit of the N64 version back in the day like when it when it yeah. came out um the dreamcast version isn't isn't <laughs> maybe when it came out well a little bit after <laughs> but yeah um the Dreamcast version isn't, I wouldn't say, a huge improvement over the N64 version, which is strange. It's, the, it's essentially the same game structurally and content-wise, but it still runs at 30 FPS. I'm not sure there's much of a way in a graphical bump. Um, I'll, I'll throw Zach at it and see how his memory relates well
2: yeah but the, I think this is the problem I, I actually think this is the problem about most stuff we played on N64 is just like I don't think we actually remember what N64 was like any longer I mean it's so f- N64 was so
1: fuzz- my general <laughs> memories of N64 third party games is that they are always fuzzier than you remember yeah and the frame rate is never as stable as you remember
2: even for the games that had terrible frame rate it's always worse than you think <laughs> because I can't imagine that the Dreamcast is putting out something anywhere near an N64's quality of output. Uh, well, you mean better. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean better. I Dreamcast should do a lot
1: better than N64. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's got a little bit of a resolution bump, and the frame rate is at least a solid 30. Like, it's not dipping it anywhere.
2: Um, I mean, I would imagine the fog draw distance has got to be a massive improvement.
1: See, I don't remember there being, uh, being much fog in the N64. Yeah, and version. that's
2: why I think you don't remember it, because yeah. I bet I bet that fog draw distance was, like, right up on you and you could see shit. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but then how do the big jumps in that work, then? Yeah, though? exactly. It's like, you you just don't... I feel like probably we don't remember it being as bad as it actually is. Right. It's like when you play Revolt 64 and it's like, holy well, shit. Yeah, Revolt re- re-
1: re- re- 64 is it was rough at the time right because i'd already played the pc yeah. version review quite a bit and then i i fo- somewhat foolishly bought the n64 version because i didn't have a i don't think my pc could run revolt or something Some there was some reason why i bought it i thought maybe the maybe the multiplayer version on the n64 would be worth a punt right mm. um no it does not it does not run great um like most acclaimed games on the n64 well, i guess yeah but, um, uh, yeah I mean, I mean I was tempted to pick
2: up the Dreamcast version of Revolt because the other t- obviously the other trouble with Hydro Thunder is you know uh, the arcade version because <laughs> we did actually play that at least a couple of times
1: <laughs> yeah not a lot I don't have huge because ma- it like, that had a wheel and pe- you drove it like a car right like Hydro Thunder actual arcade mm. um, and that would have been built on Midway's 3DFX FX. System, yeah, like San Francisco Rush was. I guess that's why it made a relatively easy port to the Dreamcast. Probably, <laughs> probably not that difficult. I mean, the Dreamcast was Power VR run, but similar level of feature, a similar feature set to original 3D FX. Mm. Anyway, that game's quite a lot of fun. Like it, it is, it is. You know, it's it's good for a short session play because because there isn't really much in it. Um, but also it's hard enough that you keep coming back through it. Like, you know, it's not easy to just run through all the tracks in one run. You you do there is a nuance to learning with the tracks again and learning this thing. Learning the boost mechanic, like there's a boost jump that you have to do that is kind of funky in the original one. That in Hydro Thunder Hurricane, if you've played that, they just replaced that boost jump with a button, which is much less cool um i much prefer having to do the weird brake boost thing that you have to do with a certain timing otherwise it doesn't really work right or and if you get it spot on the jump is enormous which is weird and great when it happens um i love the weirdness i think that's what i'm what, like the point i'm trying to get across with all this retro racing stuff the weirdness is what makes these games interesting <laughs> and we've lost that um and I will keep saying it until I'm done with this retro section, <laughs> which may be a long time. Um, speaking of which, I've, I have played a tiny, tiny bit of Vanishing Point, which is also another Dreamcast era um, mm. racing game. And that has some of the weirdest, wobbliest handling going. It's it's really hard to describe until you put your hands on it. Like, the cars are super... uh sp- they're like springs, but like rotationally springy. It's really strange. It's, like, it's almost like you've got to ignore the direction that the car is facing and just look at the direction the camera is facing and focus on that and hope the car kind of adjusts, doesn't slide around too much and goes where you want it to go. It's, um, it's very odd. <laughs> but um, I, I kind of remember getting a like at least at least back when i when i bought it and it was new i remember sticking with it um and uh really enjoying it once i had got a knack for its very strange controls it requires an incredible soft touch um on the, on the stick in order to like keep the cars under control but once you've got it you you could um you could boss the what uh you could boss the, the game and it was and i think that's that was the trick of it right they made the handling difficult because the course design is actually generally pretty simple like they're mostly freeways they're mostly very wide work, very wide roads um uh and it's it's more about um getting around the traffic and getting around the turns with the optimal line for that car um, yeah uh, and uh it also takes the slightly controversial stance of it not being a racing game. It's a time trial game at heart, which is um unusual. Uh and against how they how its own intro sequence works. Its own intro sequence has like a, a Lotus Elise and a Mini racing against each other on a on a on a busy road and there's an explosion and a tanker goes off and the mini tumbles down the hill and it then it explodes and none of that is in the game. I mean the Lotus <laughs> oh. Elise is in the game and the Mini is in the game, but like that sort of racing is not what this game is about, and that intro is really weird. Like it, uh, next to the next to the real game, it doesn't make any sense at all. Um, the thing I remember most about Vanishing Point was it's absolutely, uh, probably quite revolutionary. And I don't, I can't really remember a game that has done it in quite the same way and quite as well, other than maybe Trackmania, of all things. Uh, and that's its multiplayer component. It's internet multiplayer component more specifically mm. so it was like it had the you obviously can't use it right now but um the the it was fascinating because it was great actually because what what you would do is you would you'd hook your modem up or your dreamcast and all that stuff up and what it would do is you'd say i want to play today's daily challenge and it had a daily challenge and it would download you'd, you'd dial up to the to the vanishing point server it would download the challenge. It would download the current leaderboard, including the splits for everyone, um, uh, uh, the split yeah. times as they went around the track, and then disconnect. So, like at the, in the time of dial-up internet, that was like a godsend. It's like, oh, I don't actually don't have to stay yeah. connected to play this. So then you'd race against these downloaded split times, which makes perfect sense for a time trial game. Uh, and and of course, you'd be the, yeah, the updates you'd get whilst you were racing would be real people's times. And the position you'd see would be real—the real person's time—and it would say, "Oh, so you're you're currently 164 or something in, the, in in the world at the in, on, on this split," and it would be act, like live updating as you raced. And and that at the time blew my mind, and I <laughs> thought, "Like this is great, I love it," and I played so much of it like that because then when you were done and you were happy, you could go right connect again, and it'll update the leaderboards and tell you where you actually are currently, and be like. Oh, you thought you were high at the table, were you? Oh no, 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 a lot's changed in the last hour since you since you last connected. Like, try it. <laughs> like the leaderboards have got better. Go again, stuff like that. And it was it was addictive, I loved it. Um, and I and I can they could do weird stuff with it as well, like change the so everyone had the same traffic pattern basically, and it was the same course, the same car, the same. Uh, and the and the traffic layout would be the same but they could do weird stuff with the traffic layout like make make it so some of the cars could weave around uh, like wildly rather than just being like cars on the road as you might expect um, so you, you would end up trying to time bits of your lap to where you knew the traffic was going to be weaving it's like oh i can't take that line here if i'm coming at it at this point in time because there's going to be a car in the way as i come around the corner oh it was just cool it was one of those it's just one of those things where it was all about optimizing, and and it hooked. It, it, if you were into it, it really hooked you. And it's, um mm. I'm so hoping Forza Motorsport can do that hook again for me. I'm so I'm so it's it's been a long time since a new game has done that for me, where I really want to just like ace a racing line and get something like that going. And I hope. Forza yeah, Mo- I know. I really hope Forza Motorsport, the new one this year, like pulls me in in that way. Yeah, let's hope so. Um, yeah, so I've only really touched going back to Vanishing Point, but um, uh, I might I might stick with it, see if I can get the handle on its handling again. But I'm not going to get that experience that, that I would have had in the early 2000s. It's just it's just not not possible now. But it's a good game, but it's 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 hard to recommend because of its handling. It really is. It's it is a strange one. Um, quality music though. <laughs> proper like proper like early two thousands like trance kind of stuff. It's um, nice.
0: It's pretty good.
1: Yeah. It's a pretty good soundtrack. That's quite appropriate for that kind of game. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's cool. Uh
1: Sweet. So that's my retro run. Do we want to do? Is there anything else I've missed? Or are we, are we can we do the Zelda segue? <laughs> you could do a Zelda segue. I spent quite a lot of time in Zelda the last couple of weeks. I know I've talked about quite a few oh, games good. there, but most of my time has been in Zelda. <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh.
1: We should, I should, I should, you know, we should start this section with, Dan, where you at? Yeah. How much can we talk about?
0: Um, I don't know. So you just talk about what you want. I think it's best because I'm never going to catch up, so. I know, but we're, I, I don't <laughs> want to spoil yeah.
1: it for you, man. Uh,
0: yeah. I don't know. I'm halfway up Dev Mountain. I got to the restaurant or whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. The bistro. Yeah. I did a few tears. I found a few tears in the main central high wall.
1: Hyrule. So you've yeah, seen Gorons on drugs then? <laughs> uh, At the yeah. restaurant. Yeah. The red
3: eyes.
2: <laughs> did you find yeah. the hella spoiler tear now? Because that one's sort of on the front of Death Mountain, I guess. The
0: sword.
1: Uh,
2: tier. No, not the sword one. The no, switch I think I, one, I, I, I think. Oh, <laughs>
1: you might be right. Yeah, it might be the switch. <laughs>
0: which one did For I find? the tear. Um
1: like at the bottom of the field and
2: then one Right. The bottom ride. the bottom one is like near the sort of near where Jeweling Peaks is, but not quite.
0: Yes, exactly. And then there's also one on the side of the Lake Hylia, I
2: guess. Oh right, yeah, right on the side of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I found those two. Okay, so probably not the super spoilery one yet. No. No. <laughs> not that anything's a spoiler in that really i guess mm. the super lore one i suppose you could say yeah <laughs> the one that super tells you what's actually one. going on in the story maybe yeah well i'd be
0: curious to see that i might have to go and search that out yeah i'm looking forward to having
2: more time to play kind of west
1: eldon isn't it the switch and then the sword is even further west
2: than that well, the sword is w- up the back, next to what used to be the dark. Behind the lost woods, right? Or- yeah, behind the lost woods, next to the dark ruined place that's not dark any longer. Right. <laughs> I was wondering where that was. And then the the switch, Teflon, the- Teflon, Teflon. Yeah, the switch, T- <laughs> pure pad one is sort of in that in that sort of. It's sort of a weird empty space on the map that's sort of between the old route up Death Mountain and the new route up Death Mountain. It's like there's this sort of triangular gap in between those two routes where there's really not anything there. It's where the mm. Shield Surfing... One of the Shield Surfing mini games, used to be on the grass mm. hill. Well, it's not exactly on that, but that's, that's the only thing that used to be in that part of the map, and that's not even there any longer. <laughs>
0: Well, wow, this is a nice rainy Sunday afternoon. Perfect for playing Zelda. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, look forward to it. I'm still, I think my, my, I think I may have mentioned this last podcast. My hookness is waning a little bit. It's starting to degrade a touch, but, um, because, every, because it feels like I'm making less and less progress the more I play it like, <laughs> because I, you are though yeah you've
2: been uh, spending a lot of time uh, not uh, doing major things I guess no, uh, which it's, is fine it's because crime, that's probably
1: kind of part of that game yeah I mean Zelda's so, well, thing is doing everything but the main thing right <laughs> yeah
2: well but also like in, in the Breath of the Wild universe of like there's a lot of just empty time just wandering around and that's fine because that's part of the exploration aspect of that game you're not always going to be on a quest although maybe in this game you are slightly more always on a quest because yeah. there's a lot more side quests. There's probably some more guided right.
1: stuff here than there were, was in Breath of the Wild. Right? Yeah. And, it's
2: like, and sometimes that's to
1: its detriment as I'm sort of finding because like a couple of them you sort of realize you spend some time on and then get a bit confused and annoyed and it's like well i don't i thought i knew what i had to do there's one in particular which has been stumping me for a while and it's just uh, we talked about it earlier Zach, and it's just like oh i thought i knew where this was but i haven't found it yet and i don't quite know the description of it from the side quest thing hasn't quite been what i thought it was so i've ended up just wasting time essentially like doing not a lot like trying to uh trying to fulfill a thing um which I guess is fine. That's what side quests that are slightly vaguely defined are supposed to do, right? It's supposed to... When I eventually figure it out, it will probably be like, oh, snap, I got it, finally. And it'll have a great relief moment. Well, but maybe. May- or, I mean, or, maybe. It'll,
2: or it'll be like, how the hell did
1: I miss this? I'm real dumb. I mean, that's <laughs> also possible because, again, after our discussion earlier, I'm going to have to go back into... I'm probably going to have to check the thing I've, I thought it was for a third
2: time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I i guess i have had that happen a couple of times where it's just like i thought it was more complicated than it was. It turns out it wasn't Mm. although then i mean i don't think we talked about it on the podcast it might have been i was playing it slightly before we recorded the podcast but there was there was that one where i was like the the mission description mentioned a specific weapon so it was obviously obviously i was going to have to have this specific weapon to you know insert it into a slot or whatever and trigger a thing to happen so I spent a fucking uh, forever looking for this one specific weapon. And and I was, because of the way the quest was worded, I assumed it was going to be an undecayed one as well. Right. Which mean, means you have to get it from the devs. Yeah. And then when I went to the place where the mission actually was, not only did it not require an undecayed one, there was one like two feet to the right of where you have to put it in the slot. <laughs> it's like, oh, exactly. it's not actually, the mission wasn't telling you to try and find this thing. It was just telling you to go to this place and then, oh, look, this is the really obvious toggle switch that you have to flick basically there it is right there <laughs> so I mean, some, sometimes it will do that but you know sometimes there is a bit of a puzzle
1: I mean I know what they're trying they, they, they don't want to make them too, too complex because yeah. the world is too big to potentially be like well it's got infinite possibility this could be <laughs> they can't be like go to the other side of the continent and pick up
2: this one specific thing
1: <laughs> yeah because <laughs> that'd be a bit much they, they try and avoid that anyway I mean there's definitely spots where it's like well there's definitely spots where that sort of happens sort of it, not here. Travel to this corner now. Travel to this corner. I um, I'm looking at you, um, travel medallion. Well, the travel there's, medallion doesn't really. There's two spots you have to, there's two corners you have to travel to for that. One of which I haven't done yet.
2: Well, the travel medallion is just get all the towers, which you're going to do anyway.
1: Oh, well, yeah. And I'm missing. Um, <laughs> well, is that part of it? I, I didn't know that because at the moment it's asking me to get two specific things for it there's two specific things i have to go get
2: um, oh right yeah okay yeah i guess one of those is not a tower certainly the tech lab part
1: yeah the akala tech lab and that's asking me to go down to the near even tide essentially um
2: right yeah okay yeah i guess so and then it's just towers. <laughs> oh okay so i've still got that to come okay fine um but fine. not all of them immediately all of them eventually there's like multi <laughs> right. mu- there's multi tiers to that Oh, game. okay.
1: Didn't know that. So <laughs> oh, I haven't done that. That's like the one pura pad upgrade I haven't got yet because it requires more travel than the others. Yeah. But I by mean, the time I went to do the pura pad upgrades, I had everything you needed for the others. Yes. So it
2: was I, just mean, like... no, I mean, that is another classic situation of side quest in that game of like you've already have the I've thing. I've already done the thing. Yeah. But then that makes that travel down one like oh no actual effort. <laughs> <laughs> is it? There's at least
1: two things i can think of in that game where i don't know what they're talking about um well you know from side quest descriptions where i'm just like okay i i i don't know what you're talking about there's at least one thing that springs to mind of something i've seen that i can't help but think must be a thing and yet (laughs) nothing's come up for it yet Oh well, no, that's not true. two things. There's definitely a second location I've been to where it's like this clearly has to be a thing, right right, and then you get there and there's nothing, and you're like, hmm, have i like pre- have I got ahead of a of a quest or something like that am i am I going to be back here? I think I'm gonna be back here um and that's kind of annoying, <laughs> so you end up thinking like crap i've got ahead of the game and
2: uh well yeah but you don't really get ahead of the game exactly because like even when you find somewhere where it's like this is a, clearly a weird location where something's going to happen it's apart from in these specific situations we talked about before it's very rare that you can like actually do anything at probably, those locations yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there was nothing to do
1: <laughs> there, was no, there was absolutely nothing to do in in one of them i was thinking of which
2: is usually how you tell where it's like okay yeah clearly this is a thing that's going to happen at some point <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not strictly true, but it was much more low-key than I was expecting. There was, there, was some, there was something
1: else. There must be something else there. <laughs> um, yes, that's happened a few times, and that doesn't help. Also, I'm still, still, after all this time, not feeling I've got the combat down. <laughs> I ju- I just, I'm just not gelling with it. Like In the big moments, I feel like the game just doesn't solve the camera problem well enough. Uh, like the the camera is almost a bigger enemy than the enemy itself half the time because it's like I I just did not see that coming or I can't angle the camera in a way where I can see where the danger is or I can't (laughs) or I just can't shoot a, a, a bow at the angle that's required of me right now which means I've got to reposition into a place which means I can't I have to take my eyes off the thing that's going to be attacking me at this moment in time it's just... I'm sure this was a problem in Breath of the Wild as well, but it, for some reason it feels exaggerated here um and just not it's never quite the word I'm looking for is like i I, I want to say it's not there's a level of polish that's missing, <laughs> but polish isn't quite what i mean it's like it's not like anything's essentially broken it's It's almost just that the systems don't necessarily work for the combat scenarios they're creating here. Like there's a there's a dissonance sometimes between what you can do and what's actually happening, or at least aiding you in a way where it feels like you're competent at what's going on. Hmm. Also, I hate the flurry rush timing. I hate it. I know it's more lenient than 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 Hyrule Warriors by quite a long way, but it just feels really odd sometimes. The timing doesn't feel consistent from enemy to enemy. Well no. And it's and it and it it's really off putting. Like there are some times where you can feel like you're jump uh, like uh, Phantom Ganon versus Moblins, for instance. Uh, Like, I don't know. The Phantom Ganon timing seems real easy.
2: And then, like, a lot of the Moblin attack patterns. I can never get right. <laughs> well, I think Moblins were always harder than most stuff, even in Breath of the Wild. This is like... <laughs> I think, the, I, like, I find it's almost a problem that uh, some of the enemies have too much wind-up. Like, they're trying to uh, okay. telegraph that thing's going, but it lasts too long, and then that tricks you into trying to dodge too early, and then you get screwed. Boss McCoblins. <laughs> the Boss becoblin wind-ups are really long. <laughs> well, the Boss becoblins also have a secondary problem that they have two different versions of that main like sweep attack where one right. of them has a longer wind up and it's yeah. very difficult to see the difference between those two before the before it happens yeah also true so that's more of a just a, that specific animation problem where it's like it's too similar yeah. between those two different versions of that attack but then but then
1: even even when you get the ignoring the wind ups the point at which it wants you to dodge before an attack that timing doesn't feel consistent either. No, like I mean... There's definitely some enemies where it feels like you can jump super early before the attack comes out and it counts. Yeah. And others where you have to be right on the money and it, and that is the only time that that's going to work. Yes. And it's... I mean, I feel that
2: like... I, I can never remember the difference between them. Well, uh, yeah, matter. I mean, I guess that is the thing. It's just like, at a certain point you learn... You kind of learn what, like, this attack, it don't even bother trying to get a fly rush off right, it. Just, yeah. like, just blight the door.
1: And there are some attacks that are so easy to read. Like, it doesn't happen very often, but there's definitely been some moments where it's been like, I can parry this mother. Yep. And then the actual parry bonus has been like nothing. Well, the parry. <laughs> like, like, it's like, it's not been worth it. And it's like, I just, like, I just did one of the, like, what is supposedly, like, the, one of the harder bits of timing in the game, supposedly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and and actually. Like, there's been no benefit to doing it. I should have just dodged. Well, I mean, parry
2: has always sucked. Yeah, like, it, in Breath it, it, of the Wild. real shame. It was never, like... In, Flurry Rush was always superior in every case. The only... The only thing that parry is good... Well, I mean, in Breath of the Wild, obviously laser parry, but <laughs> that, that's not, yeah, not yeah. a thing any longer. But in, in Breath of the Wild and this game, I guess the trouble with it is that it's a sort of hidden mechanic, which is that, like... If your shield rating is high enough compared to the strength of the attack, mm. that's what determines whether when you parry it knocks the weapon out of their hand. Oh, so if you're Which using isn't going to happen with every enemy. No. obviously. but but like if you're using a good enough shield against a weak enough type of weapon or like moderately weak weapon or whatever, that's when theoretically parry could actually be useful. But mm. there's no real way you would know that. It's never explained. Well, no, yeah, it's never. Well, I mean, it's maybe somewhere in the game. There's a thing that says that parry will knock the weapon out of people's hands, but it's never going to be specific about like what the mechanics of that yeah, is, well, like the why is. the shield number matters or yeah, whatever.
1: Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that in, in most of the time, that's never explained, right? Like, what actually the you got you've got a better shield, and it's like okay, better how? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what does that even mean?
2: Um, I mean, who who knows? Maybe there's maybe something you confuse to your shield improves parry, but you'd never know that. <laughs> nope. It's a.
1: Uh, I mean, presumably it's. The I mean, same it pr- it's the same. It math, improves but-
2: parry in terms of like disarming people. I right, mean, right, right, not right. just like the attack parry, which it does tell you about, I guess.
1: Yeah, it does. T- it does tell you about that. Um, well, at least you can. I le- I accidentally learned that by accidentally parrying with a rock on the end of end of a shield. Early, yeah. early on. Um, uh, i mean yeah it doesn't doesn't really tell you any of that and i guess it's the same maths that's like when you're using say a double-handed weapon against someone holding a shield yeah not like their shield out more likely to knock, knock them out but i guess if they had a stronger shield that that wouldn't happen yeah yeah also, I, 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 i'm just not fi- I, i'm not i'm also like i don't know these are might these are these are great I, i've played this game for so long i think i'm like now these are these have elevated from nitpicks to like proper gripes. Now. <laughs> okay, like like I'm not sure. I'm, I, the level scaling of moblins and the general creatures in the world is is a necessity, right? I get it, but I feel like they've they're they're they've scaled faster than I have. So like fighting silver, even fighting a silver but is annoying. Yeah, they they have so much health, and it's like this is going to burn the durability on a weapon, and it's like a, then you get
2: that really good horde off them. <laughs> I mean, I guess, but then, then
1: I've got to find another base weapon to attach it to.
2: Well, I mean, just start deleting attachments at that point. <laughs> okay. If you've still got an un- a perfect, like, no durability damage weapon that oh, you can sure. just upgrade with a new horn. Which,
1: which I do sometimes, yeah. I definitely do that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, I, the the silver stuff in particular just feels like it has so much health. And I don't know if the we- my weapons all scale to the point where it feels like I'm doing adequate damage to them. like. I kind of want them to to get to me to be at the point where it's like surely I should be taking on if I'm using silver grade stuff on my weapons I should be able to take out silver grade stuff as fast as I took out orange stuff. Well, maybe you not know. that fast. Well, maybe not that fast. No, but like but still like I don't know. It's it's a it's more of a chore to fight in this game than it is to actually enjoy the process. Well,
2: I mean, I think that's what I was saying when I was going through that point is just like the scaling has like a it doesn't do well in the mid. Like it, it it scales too quickly and like it's not smooth. Like you go from seeing like no silvers to fucking tons of silvers, but you don't really. You don't scale in that same way. No, <laughs> the so way you're playing, I, it I, pretty much.
1: Pretty much every grouping I see now has at least a one or two silvers in it. Right there now, it's not like they're all silver. Yeah, like there's there's, a, there's one or two annoying things in every group I come across.
2: But as I also said, like the slight way that it, it's common, the slight way it's better in this game is that they they do let more of the enemies stay low leveled. Like not everything gets upgraded because, <laughs> right. for the while, that kind of was how that went at the end, where it's just like everything's
1: silver. <laughs> I mean, it's not so yeah, it's not so bad when there's a balance like for some reason that that alleviates it a little bit right if you if you get yourself into a big fight and there's both the oranges the blues the blacks and the silvers and there's like a range of them to fight all in it is that's kind of kind of okay other than the fact that i that i also don't think the game handles large fights particularly well because it's not uh it doesn't do the thing that is, that is super obvious in, like, Assassin's Creed combat, right? Especially old Assassin's Creed combat. It doesn't do the everybody waits their turn thing. <laughs> no. no, everyone's gunning for you at all times, which should be cool, except for the fact that the game doesn't necessarily give you the tools for dealing with that.
2: I mean, that's what the avatars are theoretically for, even though that system doesn't really quite work it really, that well. Because
1: they attack so infrequently.
2: Well, like, it's not that their attacks, it's they're drawing attacks. They're meant to be a distraction. <laughs> I mean, sometimes they are. Yeah.
1: And it's nice when they draw big things <laughs> yeah. like a talus goes after them. You're like, oh, yeah, I can just creep up on this guy.
3: Hell yeah.
1: <laughs> and I'm still accidentally activating their powers. when I don't want yep. to. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that, yeah. Anywho.
2: So yeah, I, those are my beefs right now. Like- <laughs> I spent a long time... I, I'm still on the armor-upgrading grind, although I have completed a bit more of my map exploration. I'm basically down to only the desert to go now. Mm. But I've still been doing the armor upgrades, mainly because before I got to... Well, I kind of want... like Before I got to the... Desert mountains where it's cold and the desert where it's hot. I wanted to get you know those two sets of armors upgraded for obvious reasons, sure. So I was like, Oh, but those need the Zalfos tails like fire the Zalfos and ice the Zalfos for the respective heat and cold resistance, obviously. <laughs> so I was like, Oh, I'm gonna have to grind these, gonna have to grind these tails. And the drop rate on those is ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, but the trouble is that, like, so. i i i I got so few through the progress of the normal game i was like okay this is going to suck to grind but i was like i was i was prepared to grind i was like yeah okay i'm just gonna have to wait for the blood like what i did with the lionels it's just like i'll just wait for the blood moon run a route that kills as many of them as possible get whatever tails and then bugger off and do something else until the next blood moon or whatever just do that and it'll be fine but so the, when I first did that for the Fireless alpha up a, like up Death Mountain, I turned on the sensor to detect them so I knew so I could find like as many as I could right, and yeah. make a route. And it was like I went up there and I killed like I don't know, eighteen of them and then it dropped like two tails. <laughs> and I was like, This is this is real bad mm. if it's gonna require like well, to do the full uh, well, to do not just the warm armor and <laughs> There's a, like another armor set that also uses those alpha Stales. It was going to take like 48 fire for alpha I was like, Getting two on a run is not. That's not. That's not going to work. So then I was like, okay, 48. Lo- <laughs> that's an absurd number. Well, right, it's like three, three pieces that need ten each or whatever. Mm. So I was just like, this is not going to. This is not going to work. There's got to be some trick to this, right? So, so. I was coming up with... the the, My first theory was maybe I should stop just instantly vaporizing them. (laughs) Like, (laughs) maybe I should stop using the elemental attack that just caused them to instantly... They just just poof. Yeah, instantly poof. Maybe that would increase the drop rate. Apparently, that's not the case, though. That doesn't matter. (laughs) But so I looked... I, like, went on the internet and looked it up. And it was just like, okay, apparently the consensus of the community, which, again, is one of those situations where it's like, is this statistically significant or is this just pure random... (laughs) But, like, the consensus is that the drop rate for the tails is higher if you're using a sword or a blade. And it doesn't matter about the elemental thing, just as long as it's a sword or a blade. But specifically... But the trouble with that is that it's, very specifically, the weapon has to have the word sword or blade in the name of the weapon. (laughs) Which means if you take a, like, royal sword, which is a sword, and you attach, like... Mm. Virtually any horn to that, it becomes a reaper, and then therefore does not count. <laughs> so, uh, and you uh, know, and then I went and did, then I went and did the grind with specifically a blade, which I was making using like a like claymore and a dragon horn mm-hmm. makes a blade. Specific, quite powerful. <laughs> well, yeah. It's unnecessary because it was elemental and they just die instantly anyway. <laughs> but I had that dragon horn hanging around. And I was like, yeah, I can use this. Also, I guess dragon horns have quite good durability because it like never expired in all this grinding I did. Oh, nice. So that was helpful. But yeah, I, I made this elemental blade-type weapon, ran through the grind, and it was like, yeah, the drop rate seems higher probably but you know statistics who actually knows this could mm. be a pure perception thing is it a pl- yeah, placebo yeah right? you're you looking for it oh. but yeah I, I did get through that grind relatively quickly of course now that just leaves electrical as alphas <laughs> which is yes. going to be the annoying one because i suspect they're going to be that, less is that for the shock resistance yeah for the shock resistance like i suspect they're going to be less frequent And they're going to be in the desert, which is just annoying to deal with anyway. I
1: I don't think I've seen a single one, and I haven't
2: been to Gerudo yet. Well, sure. And, uh, you know, they don't have this helpful instant kill thing.
1: (laughs) Right, yeah.
2: I think I might stick to an ice blade, because then at least they'll still get frozen. And then I get to hit them some more.
1: (laughs) They smash on the first hit, though, right, when you freeze them?
2: Yeah, but that does more damage, the the breaking hit. (laughs) And then you just refreeze them again immediately afterwards if the bl- if your yeah, ice sure. power on the blade is still active.
1: Sure, but then then presumably you're doing the uh, slightly awkward weapon switcheroo
2: <laughs> the whole time. No, you like just hit freeze, them. switch to something else. No, but... you just hit them with the freeze again <laughs> and break them. Doesn't oh, matter. Wish your durability on the freeze weapon, You Kevin? Save a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> and also, apparently, maybe that doesn't matter if you're using a dragon. <laughs> maybe the durability will be enough. Mm. Or I guess I could like go back to bow hitting them, like set them up with a bow initially. Oh I see what like, freeze, I don't freeze them with the bow first. Well or just like shoot headshot a them. With, menu. Headshot them with the bow on the way in and then use the freeze weapon to finish them off oh, in two hits probably. Yeah. Freeze and unfreeze. That'll save some durability, I guess. But I don't know. We'll see about that. That's going to be i hopefully i won't have to grind that and i'll just get enough of those naturally in the process of exploring the desert maybe because i guess the i guess the electric armor is is wow well, i don't know because the trouble is that they you use the the phyla's alphos for the warm armor and the ice as alphos for the cool armor sure and then there's like a third armor set that uses some of both and that armor set, I haven't seen. If it's then also going to use some electrical alpha tails, so I might still have a, an equal number of electrical alpha tails as the fire and ice ones to get.
1: This seems like a pretty obvious balancing.
2: Problem. Yeah, it does. Like I, I feel like the drop rate of tails was perfectly fine in Breath of the Wild, but then you didn't care about them, so maybe it- right, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was, but worse than it seems. Were they
1: just elixir parts before?
2: Yeah, I mean, like all monster parts in Breath of the Wild didn't really matter.
1: But they weren't like part of the armor.
2: Well, requirements. I guess the I guess the hot and cold armors must have used the elemental tails. But yeah, I guess it didn't seem that bad in that game. So maybe the drop rates were higher. Mm.
0: Did they use them, or I thought it was just like the lizards or whatever? Like you, you.
2: No, I feel I feel Farm like the hot and cold armor must have used the tails at one at le- at least one yeah. of the steps. You need, you need the yeah. lizards
1: for the flame proof, flame proof, right? Not the heat
2: armor. Yeah.
3: Oh
1: right, yeah, you're right. Yeah,
3: not for the desert stuff for the for the mountain. But yeah, for the, the volcano stuff.
2: Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's. <laughs> That was quite a, an annoying situation of like there's got to be a better way to do this. Oh, well, you know, you just look up one of the item duplication glitches and just do it that way if you're feeling particularly lazy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it does seem a bit mean
1: for a game that's like I mean it's already massive, but and already the requirements for things are quite tough. Well, I a feel like the, cases, the, but the, but the, the armor upgrade requirements do seem just generally well, seem, seem scaled quite high compared to anything else
2: yeah, I guess i mean i it, I feel like it's only really a problem in these specific cases, like the the specific armor sets that you need to exist in those environments that you're going to therefore want to upgrade to get to the armor points, or you know I guess you could rely on cooking. <laughs> I guess I mean I guess
1: that's another thing <laughs> they're Forget- encouraging
2: you to do on the l- I suppose Forget upgrading the actual armor doesn't rely on the heat resistant cooking or whatever
1: but then yeah but then I find like I, if I if I pop some food that has the effect I want like unless I've got a stash of like non effect food or hearty stuff I suppose like it's always annoying to be like oh crap I've run out of my like base no effect food And I need to pop something else to get health, which I really need right now. And it's (laughs) like, well, that means you didn't cook enough (laughs) of the other type of fish. Oh no, true, true. But often, like, when I'm going around the world and I'm just exploring it, I wouldn't say I'm always intentionally going to things where I know where it's going to exactly be Mm. or what I'm going to face. Like, I suppose I didn't mean to fight that thunder Gliok. I had every intention of avoiding it, but. Hey, it drew me in, and I thought, right, sod, I'm having this. <laughs> well, well, then you have if you have like one electric resistance face, and that's enough. Well, unless I need health, and I don't
2: have. Like okay, space, sure. And then, then I'd lose that. But, <laughs> but if you're i mean you say it drew you in it's kind of a giant obvious target you were in the vicinity i was in,
1: I was in the vicinity <laughs> i didn't intend to fight it but once it started fighting me i thought i kind of kind of got the red mist and was like i <laughs> was like i'm not having this you're, you're dying mate <laughs> irrepressible thoughts of
3: death
2: yeah <laughs> And I guess the other the other dumb thing about this whole process of upgrading the armor is I'm not even gonna wear all that armor because I'm gonna wear the sand boots. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I can run faster. Which then you lose the armor bonus as well. It's just like, like that I've always thought that was a dumb system as well. like they give you this nice specific bit of equipment that lets you negate the effects of snow and sand on your run speed, but it does because it's not part of an armor set, it removes the whole point of getting the armor set. <laughs> trade-offs yeah but dumb (laughs) trade-offs I'm not going to waste my (laughs) I'm not going to waste my triple speed boost on not being able to go at maximum speed (laughs) even though I did waste quite a lot of a triple speed boost I I ate one of the 30 minute ones that I had and then got into a side mission which basically required me to stand still for like 10 minutes (laughs) what? (laughs) Which was kind of disappointing.
1: That's a weird-ass side mission.
2: I probably should have just left and continued to use my buff, (laughs) but I was like, oh, fuck it, let's just do this now. Remember that one for later.
1: (laughs) Okay. The leave the controller alone
2: side quest. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. And it's really dumb. Okay, well, I mean, spoilers for this one side quest, but it's kind of like the same as it was. uh, There was a similar side quest in Breath of the Wild. It's the like survive the elements where all you have to do is, you know, survive for a certain period of time. In Breath of the Wild is that it was that one with the Gorons who have that like hot plate that you have to stand on. Huh. And you like it and it's it's really hot in that game. But in this one it's just like you have to survive the day-night cycle of the desert in both the day version where it's hot and the night version where it's cold. And it's like, oh, you're not allowed to wear your special fancy clothes to resist it. So you know, maybe you could eat a food, or maybe you could just equip a weapon that gives you the heat, <laughs> cools you down, right? Yeah. Like- and then you just stand there for ten minutes <laughs> while this other guy looks at you, and it's like I'm clearly not cheating. Just ignore this giant weapon I'm holding. This <laughs> <laughs> giant flaming sword of doom. <laughs> I didn't really think that Cyric was
1: for exactly. <laughs> I don't mean, think. Like- I mean, that's that sounds legitimately
2: rubbish. Yep. <laughs> Well, I think they were trying to make it more fancy because, like, the platforms that you stand on, next to them, there's, like, some zonai parts or whatever, but it's it's specifically, like, some stakes and some planks. So I think they were probably intending you, at least for the daytime one, to, like, build a shade where you just, like, mount the stake into the thing and just build a, like... wow,
1: that's actually smart.
2: Yeah, but you don't need to do that. (laughs) Just just (laughs) equip an ice weapon. And I'm not sure what you do for the night version. What you do to stay warm? Mm,
1: yeah, what's the what you'd like could you build, like?
2: Could, cause does it let you put a fire down? Well, I don't know. Like, could you maybe use like a Zodi flame thing, but like point it close to you, but not actually at you <laughs> to get enough warm? Ah, uh, but then you'd have to burn electricity all night. Sure, I mean that would be a or different burn energy. You'd have to use some other kind of buff or just have enough energy to do it. Burn charges, I guess. Yeah. But yes, I mean, like clearly There's meant to be. I mean, it was kind of that what the version of that in Breath of the Wild was kind of the same way. Where it's like you're not allowed to use your fancy clothes, but you know, use any of the other ways you can become completely mutated mm. <laughs> while standing on this hot plate, while the Gorons cheer you on for clearly not cheating in any way.
1: <laughs> How odd
2: although the most annoying thing that, about that mission is like you do the you do the nighttime version you do the daytime version and he's like oh you're you're real good at this I'm going to have to go somewhere else and train but the way he says that implies that he is literally going to go somewhere else and there's probably going to be a third version of this and I'm like god damn it he's going to be going to, he's going to be in a bit of a map that I've already explored and I would have no like reason to go back there so at some point right, I'm just going to have to wander around and try and guess where he went you're not going to discover him <laughs> damn it he does say so it, didn't, uh, it didn't show up in the side quest log no it's like he just says I'm gonna go as far north of, as, as I can so I'm just like well okay we'll just go from where he is now we'll just go as far north on the map as I can and he's gonna be somewhere in, in that vicinity I guess mm. hopefully <laughs> if that even is another side quest it might just be you'd go there and he's there and he just has a bit of flavour text maybe yeah he's just I'd be like oh yeah hey I'm training I'm training yeah it's hard to tell and this is one of those it's starting to get to the point where i'm like i should just finish the game because then like breath of the wild it will tell me how many side quests i've still got to do right <laughs> rather than just hoping that i'm going to find them all i'll at least have a number to work on cold train is at home on the rails yep but i can't finish the game until i've done all the trains obviously but then but then at that point i will have basically covered all the map anyway
1: in, case, is it, is there, in case there's a secret ending
2: well yeah and also I want to see what the bonus you get off finishing all the shrines is
1: presumably you can do that afterwards anyway well yeah sure you get you get, the, presumably you get the extra ending if you just
2: repeat the final boss probably
1: or even would it just give it to you like if you finish all the shrines or... no
2: it'll probably be the same it was in breath of where it's like a, it tags on to the after credits sequence or whatever hmm. I assume
1: I find it amazing that you haven't done all the shrines yet.
2: Well, it's just because I haven't been in the desert. Like, I've done everything apart from the desert, and mm-hmm. I know that, like, it's just the shrines in the desert. So I, have you still not done, like, the Gerudo? No, I, I mean, I did that. I, like, oh, yeah. mainlined the desert. I basically stayed only on that road that goes from the entrance of the desert to the Gerudo Town, and that was it. <laughs> so I haven't, I've only killed, like, one Molduga so far which I need some of those parts for armor upgrades again but then that's like again haven't done the desert exploration so I'm going to be fighting some more of them I have I've only seen a single Molduga so far and I
1: haven't been to the desert yet and that was mildly confusing when I found this thing I was just like wait what that is weird it was in the depths like <laughs> right. I, found, I found I just found one I'm like I'm not going anywhere near you <laughs> I fought the rock again though right which was interesting without low grav anyway i won't say any more on that that's um yeah i guess that fight isn't like
2: <laughs> i never even noticed yeah.
1: like i never jumped through that fight <laughs> oh no that was the that was the key to it for me like like easy slow slow mo on the on the on
2: the uh, yeah i suppose
1: anyway i won't say any more. i won't spoil that for, for then it's yeah just,
2: it's, it's a fun fight i like mm. that one um look forward to that actually i mean speaking of that fight also not spoilery but like i have been back to that fight a couple of times and it's getting to the point where i'm thinking now i i've done this i i'm still going to need to do this more and like should i start thinking about zonai device cheese because i could definitely think of <laughs> several ways <laughs> to make that fight way easier <laughs> oh sure <laughs> what why didn't i even think of that
1: I mean popping capsules in the, middle, well, yeah, obviously. In, the, in the middle of the middle of You're farm. gonna
2: use some of your shit.
1: And some some prep, I suppose. You could at least to the one in the depths you could at least prepare. But yeah, you before you walk it? into the arena, essentially.
2: Yeah. But yeah.
1: But yeah, of course. <laughs> of
2: course there's things you could do on that front. Yes, yeah, so that's definitely the the that's one of the reasons to do that. Once you have to redo things like the bosses where it's like why not bust out the cheese now? Yeah. You've done it the legit way. <laughs> Why not do it the cheese way? Why didn't, oh, man.
1: <laughs> I, I think I have the same problem to some extent with Tears of the Kingdom that I do with using a Mac? <laughs> like I just don't think of the other poss- the other ways I could potentially be using this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like there's just plenty of mom- There's plenty of moments where you say something, and I'm like. Oh, for the love of God! Of course, <laughs> <laughs> I could have just done that. That like, and I knew that yeah. mechanic existed. Oh, well, I'm the same. I mean, yeah. it's
2: it's good when it's when you know the mechanic exists. But I, I mean, I've been spoiled on mechanics in that game where it's just like I didn't know that this was a thing, and I don't think I ever would have tried it. Mm. Like, I just like it's like the the, the I mean. Not even on the level of, like, the shield numbers or whatever. It's just, like, this is, like, hidden mechanics mechanics. Hmm. Where it's just, like, this is just how the game works. Something,
1: fun- something functional but not, like, hidden in the numbers, you
2: mean. Yeah, it's like you do a certain thing in a certain situation and a thing happens and you're just, like, why would you ever think to even try to do that? <laughs> but it's so useful once you know it. Oh, man. <laughs> now I just want to spoil that. just that one. It's a very small thing. Well, you, so you know, you throw shit at enemies all the time,
1: yeah, and
2: and, you, and like maybe you've tried dazzle fruit at some point.
1: I mean, like super rarely, actually. Like I haven't found it like very useful.
2: Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it's use. I I initially thought, oh, this is kind of useful for fighting the the like groups of the like boss becoming mobs because sure. you just chuck a dazzle fruit at them and it stuns them all. And they all go boom, and it's like that's great, obviously.
1: Yeah, but just not as effective as throwing a muddle puff
2: away. Well, sure, throwing. if you want, that's a, like that's another option. Or you can do a puff shroom and just go and backstab the wall. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. all the uh, you know, all the, the things you can throw. Seems to be the cheese,
0: one of the cheese, one ways, of the cheese. Puffs, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But so does that work on like Lionels? I think it does.
2: Is I don't actually know. Oh, I guess I've never that would tried be, that. that. Would be powerful. <laughs> you can't backstab a Lionel though, can you? I don't think they have can, the sneak attack option. You can mount there's them. There's a thingy where you can mount them and stab them. Yeah, yeah but, but that's not really that. the same as a sneak attack. No, doesn't get the sneak attack bonus anyway. No, you, no. but do you it, get the mount
1: option? Like if you get around, right, if you
2: I assume them, so. I assume if the, they, I they can't see there. you, you can just mount them because you can paraglide and mount them directly if you come in at the right angle, so they don't aggro right. on you. I still haven't fought a Lionel. I haven't, <laughs> still.
1: I haven't found a um, low level one. I keep finding like
2: well, there's like, that quest made. that literally tells you to go fight one, which is a low level one. But anyway, so the dazzle fruit—it's like you might think it's kind of useful, but here's the secret: what maybe why would you even try this? And then when you try it, it's like it's way too powerful. Dazzle fruit just instantly kills any stalfoss. Not probably not like bot the stalcom, um, stalnox, stalnox, but any of the regular ones. You just shake it out of fruit, and they will die. <laughs> Oh, that's handy. That is handy. <laughs> so that's all I use them for now. So it's like, as soon as I hear the skeletons coming out of the garage it's like, Ping! and you're all dead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I like, I like that. Okay, that's good. It's a- it's not as game breaking as
2: I thought. The revelation you were going to like provide. It's like, it's well, you how- be-
1: you win, but it is pretty useful.
2: <laughs> it is kind of game breaking. Like it completely negates this one type of enemy for the entire duration of the rest of the game. <laughs> once <laughs> you know that, it's like you don't even bother fighting them. <laughs> And it's like, yes, I guess in theory that sort of would make sense in like, you know, they're afraid of the sun or whatever and Mm. they go away when the dawn comes. Like you maybe could have intuited that in some extent, but Mm. you probably wouldn't have guessed that it just instantly kills them.
1: No, it never
2: never really comes (laughs) up as a...
1: The thing you can do, right? It's not like there's a mission where you like shine a light on some some style creatures, and they no. Play. Even when you ha- when
2: when you're shining lights for other reasons, sure. There's like, I mean, I, maybe you haven't seen this Zoni part, but the mirrors.
1: I have not seen the mirrors.
2: Yeah, well, that you can. Atta- I did know that. I did not know that was a thing. <laughs> you can attach those to your shield and make a mirror shield in a Zelda s- style. Cool, but like. Is that ever useful? Well, I don't know. Well, but, you don't know, and I also don't know. Oh, okay. But I, cause like, I mean, it'd be great if, the, if there were some creatures, like
1: the Guardians are still about, right? Just mirror on them. Yeah, I the mean, layers. that would be the logical...
2: Be that would be like having the... When you had the like ancient tech shields in Breath of the Wild where they auto-reflect the lasers. Right. It's just like, that would have been what the mirror shield would be for, right? That could have been neat. But there's no giant laser shooting thing. I guess there are... Actually, I don't know. Again, things that you never would have maybe tried, but like, I don't know if you have the mirror shield, would it reflect the laser beams that there are in various like contraptions, like contraptions? Could you reflect those?
1: Oh, what, like in the shrines where there's like lasers? Yeah,
2: or, or any kind or of laser.
1: Maybe.
2: <laughs> things that you maybe could try that might be hella cheese, but who knows? Uh.
3: Or the Thunder Glear
1: lasers that were kinda of, kinda of shoots that suit sort of lasery beamy. Yeah. Things.
2: I think those are just markers for the lightning, though. It's no, not No really- no
1: no, you like blasts like straight lines out of his face.
2: Oh what you mean the actual During the first the, phase. The, the sweeping beam things that yeah, they yeah. all do.
1: It'd be great if you could reflect those.
2: Yeah, I always thought there's got to be some trick to that, right? Like there's got to be other some than way just to peg it. Yeah, <laughs> other, other than just evading them. Mm. I did completely accidentally I think maybe the first time I thought I did actually accidentally parry them oh really like the thing is like it's a continuous beam but if you're just blocking you can hear it like hits like multiple times so if you time a parry off that it like I think if you do that it like aborts the rest of the beam sometimes but it doesn't like reflect it into him or anything (laughs) it's not very easy to do though because you have to like you have to be able to hear the rhythm of the hit and then parry off one of them. In amongst the fight, yeah. Which isn't super easy. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I should try that. Stick a mirror shield out and see if that just completely negates those beams somehow. That'd be cool. That'd be kind of fun.
1: <laughs> Takes the head out or something.
2: Well, even if it just diverted the beam, that'd be fine. Like, Or, like, did no damage to your shield from it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be useful. I tried um cannon shield because right, I thought it would be it would be cool okay, cannons are way too dangerous well that and also it's impossible to aim yeah I thought I could just Z target on or something and uh I keep calling it Z targeting but, yeah you know, basically it's not as good as There's Z a Z involved in that button yeah, <laughs> that's another that's one of my gripes I find it quite hard the Z targeting to the thing you actually want the Z target to is it's still a pain in the ass yeah um uh yeah, so I tried that, and it's, it seems it seems fine. Like while the cannon is powering up, but then he sort of just like has a moment where he's like, "Whoa!" gets all drunk, and then and the cannon fires in some random direction. You know, like oh, cock. Weird. I don't think I've ever seen that. Like, I don't think I've ever used it like that. He sort of just holds it for a bit, and he looks like you're, you're pointing it right at them. But at the last second, I don't know if this is intentional, but it like I don't the stick action might like just change to be an oh, like
2: in line aiming thing. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. It, 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 was, it
1: was just really odd because it never, never, it, it, yeah, just right at the end of the sh- of the of the shot cycle, like it would just just seemingly drifted off where, what what looked like
2: would be a good shot. I think the only time I used cannons was attached to weapons which is like like they showed in that trailer where you, where he's attacking a palace with a cannon on a, bra- on a claymore <laughs> so you can do like the that. overhead swing that fires the cannon shot out
1: wow <laughs> does it, but surely the cannon still charges or does the cannon fire on request then
2: no yeah it fires like pretty much instantly huh. I think I had it on a spear at some point so you could just like poke a cannon <laughs> <laughs> but again far too dangerous to use in melee on yeah. that you just die <laughs> And not even that effective against the towers. I think I tried that at one point. It's just like, as, in the same situation, it's just like you can't really aim it at the thing you want to hit. But, you know, build a tank, and then you, then you have a reason to put a cannon on the thing.
1: I would put a mushroom on my shield. Yeah. And then with a bouncy shield. And I can just... And if I then try to shield surf it, do I actually just jump.
2: I don't know if a mushroom on a shield because if it was, it would be the same as putting the spring on a shield, right? It'd sure. be equivalent to that, except maybe less maybe, powerful. Maybe less. Less good. Yeah. I don't know whether that does apply because obviously bouncy weapons. Yeah. Everyone sees them. The yeah. enemies use them.
1: I just, didn't, I just, it just sort of occurred to me. It's like why, why didn't have, why haven't I tried this before?
2: <laughs> More things to try forever yeah. in Civilization.
1: I mean, my, I mean, most things like. Uh, Pointless. That's sort of the problem, right? Yeah. Like most things don't do a thing, but there are some circumstances where it's just like, I bet that does a thing.
2: I've been considering using frozen meat as a building component. (laughs) (laughs) Considering. (laughs) Well, it's like I—I was—I can't remember. Like I was fighting some enemy that dropped meat in a in a freezing environment, and it froze. Mm. But it was on like rocky terrain, and the and the meat started sliding down the hill. And I was oh. like, oh, it has really low friction. Maybe I can use that. Like maybe I could like, get, instead of having the sled be like on the ground in a vehicle, you could like attach frozen meat like wheels <laughs> under the sled and then have a, have that, a fan on top that it around all-terrain meat ultra-aiming
1: <laughs> would they, would they, they wouldn't stay frozen outside of like well areas, I, yeah that's they? the thing
2: that I haven't tried yet is like how fast does it defrost like what temperature levels can you get away with <laughs> yeah. can you get away with like normal Hyrule Plains temperatures yeah
1: and have a, have a nice sled can you make a glacial spoon
2: <laughs> yeah potentially <laughs> and then race it also because like you know because it's not a zone ipod it should last forever right <laughs> it won't expire <laughs> Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and it presumably won't take any durability damage or anything, like from even from rapidly sliding across the train, because it's not really an item like that. It's just a. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I
0: don't know. I mean, thing's... the sled shield bit jumping off the sky island did remind me of Glacial Spoon Racer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have to slide down it. <laughs> yeah. Although I messed that up multiple times trying to do, I went splat. <laughs>
3: <laughs> right. Yeah, that was a good one. I enjoyed that challenge. So yes, that's still Tears of the Kingdom. Still.
1: Still. We're we're like like three months into it, and we're still... Yep, and I still haven't finished it. Somehow, Which is madness. (laughs) I mean, at this rate, I might finish it before you, but I'm not going to 100% it. Well, no, obviously. (laughs) 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 Have you been playing anything else,
2: Zach? Yes, I've played... Well, I've played a bunch more, actually, not included, but I don't think there's much to talk about in that one this time. Well, apart from... I started another goddamn (laughs) safe. (laughs) because <laughs> I can't help myself I was, well I basically started another save with the intention of being like this is the save where I'm deliberately going to make a nuclear power plant like this is the whole purpose of this save my only goal is to get to that but then I foolishly <laughs> I foolishly thought that making the starting asteroid the radioactive ocean asteroid where you know there's a shit ton of uranium and it has the whole whole radioactive biome and also a shit ton of water which you use for cooling I was like yeah that's got to be perfect for a reactor save right Unfortunately, the nuclear, the like, the radioactive ocean terrain does not include reed fiber oil. (laughs) Like, basically, it doesn't include all the other stuff you you need to actually build the reactor. To build, like the steam engines need plastic and, like, if you wanted to use the ammo suits to be able to go inside and be protected from the radiation, you're going to need reed fibre and lead, which also doesn't spawn unless you're in the oil biomes, which doesn't exist on this planet. So I was like, you get shipped out of uranium and shipped out of water, but not all the other shit. Yeah. <laughs> but I continued to play that save anyway because I was like, well, don't fuck it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a slight challenge. I yeah, it's a, it's a different... Also, I guess... I guess the main reason I continue to play it is because... Because that starting asteroid specifically has so little of these things that you need to do things, it does require you to do different techniques. Like you can't even get atmos suits, so how are you going to manage a rocket mission mm. when you want to go into space? You can still make the like gas mask things that give you oxygen, but not environmental protection. So I was like, well, I can use them to at least be able to survive in space for a while if while building a rocket and that kind of thing but then you don't have plastic so you can't do a bunch of things like mini pumps and germ sensors and and like meter valves and that kind of stuff there's a lot of more of the precision tech i guess requires plastic so you can't do any of that and then like this terrain this map doesn't have oil so you don't have petroleum which is usually how you make plastic but also you know no petroleum engines no no none of that for power can't use steam engines because those require plastic so you can't use steam engines for like the normal cooling loops that you might do so yeah it's a a bit of a challenging start i guess which is probably why it's the last asteroid on the list (laughs) It's like it's actually kind of difficult in the early game to get through that to the point where you have access to all the different resources that you traditionally need. But yeah, I played that bit. And then the only other thing worth mentioning that I played was I played SimCity 2000.
3: <laughs> oh, wow.
0: Because <laughs>
2: we talked about condominiums. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs>
0: And like, you'd never go back <coughs> to Sim City, whatever
2: year that was. I have thought about it. The more as we've been coming up to like City Skylines two, I've been like, maybe I should one time go back to Sim City five, <laughs> yeah. as we call it. But I haven't yet, mainly because that would require reinstalling Origin. Because here's mm. here's the secret All trick: right. I played Sim City two thousand technically. On an install from Origin, but not through Origin. <laughs> Wait, so you downloaded it through Origin? Well, it was then... I, all, yeah, I haven't. Deleted all the files that origin downloaded. I don't uninstalled origin oh. because it's like, in case I need, to, in case I want to reinstall origin at some point, I'll at least keep the data. I guess but the game can still launch. Like... <laughs> well, but the thing is because SimCity 2000 is an old ass game mm. m- made to work on modern systems. It's actually just running DOSBox. So if you just ah. run your own version of DOSBox and just point it at the XE files, you can just run it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, nice. Amazing. Because <laughs> if you try and run it, if you go into the file and try and run the pre-built version of DOSBox that's in there it pops up a thing which is like no you need to be running Origin in <laughs> order to run this and I'm like do I, I now? I, I need to DRM check this <laughs> I don't think I do mm. I think that's just a regular EXE file the, the, the SimCity part of this is oh that's pretty funny <laughs> so I just went and went into my version of DOSBox and just r- made the appropriate bindings to make it run and then just went in that way huh <laughs> and then play a bit of SimCity 2000 <laughs> nice but yeah, I mean I mean, how it, well does
3: that
1: hold up? Like like
3: like I mean
2: it's well,
1: you know, does that game progress faster than I remember it or Probably
2: like, like, like there's lot lot like there's probably not as many options as you remember there being because there aren't any options yeah. <laughs> in terms of pro- progression like tiers. Mm. So like there's the school and the college mm. and you just put them down over and over.
1: Like hundreds of them. Yeah, hundreds
2: of <laughs> them. But yeah, there's, there's like the the only... And also because it's like a very traditional SimCity game, the actual progression is like time. You, oh. you don't unlock things. You just wait until the appropriate year and then they invent the thing. <laughs> you try not to be in too much debt while that... <clears throat> when you get to that point. Yeah. And also don't forget that power plants explode after 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> yes. De- that de- that, de- that classic ridiculous SimCity 2000 thing. Where I mean, <laughs> yeah. where it even calls it out in the newspapers, like what, you get, they're you about get, to get creaky, or well, you get those new, those stupid newspaper pop-ups that alert you yeah, yeah. about major things, and then like one of the newspaper pop-ups is like your power plants are going to explode, but like if you click on the story, <laughs> where I mean, obviously the headline doesn't say that, but if you click yeah, on the yeah, story, yeah. it pretty much literally just says that, like <laughs> it's like it's. So it's like a news story, but it's like it's quoting like civil engineers who are just like, yeah, you know, power plants just blow up after 50 years. There's nothing to be done about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just, just like, okay. It's the gameplay mechanics. Oh, that's great. I love that that's
1: obscured like that. <laughs> what' was themed, I suppose, like that. Lord. Yeah. <laughs> although i I I, I, really, I I really wish you could mod the game so like whenever those newspapers appeared it did like a batman <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah they should have a sound effect it. it'd be very annoying very quickly but. <laughs> yeah. but i had kind of forgotten that like they don't actually always explode like if you have the money you, it, it just deducts the money directly out of your account and the power plant just resets its timer
1: to um, zero. Better
2: build it again. Yeah, well, yeah, but seamlessly. You don't even know it's happened. Oh. Apart from you have like seven thousand left, seven thousand dollars less in your bank account, Something. Oh, oh, weird. I always thought I thought they always exploded, but I guess that's only if you don't have literally the cash on hand to do the replacement.
1: Weird. Okay,
2: I didn't realize that either. <laughs> or unless this is like, I suppose technically, I think this version is after the urban renewal patch slash expansion thing that sim 2000 had so maybe that was actually a quality of life improvement they did Mm. maybe no idea if that's true or not but yes it's it was funny to go back and be like oh yeah i remember the stupid newspaper and their goddamn stupid stories with their like slightly randomized elements where it uses random different verbs sometimes (laughs) to describe things happening the old man was surprised or or exhausted or something. <laughs> this just, this the, that's like from the inauguration of the city. It's like the old man was in certain <laughs> noun. It's very strange. The skaters formed a procession to celebrate the town. Although it's always skaters. It's, I, always, I always thought that would be randomized but apparently it's always the skaters. The skaters. The skaters from the nearby city of next door city <laughs> came over to your town to make a procession. Okay. And the old man was Bamboozle. Yeah, yeah, the old man was some kind of reaction. <laughs> yeah,
1: the old just the old man. Yep,
2: the old man. Just, just the one. Some old man. In this city that doesn't exist yet. An <laughs> old man. But yeah, apart from that, it's you know, going back to the old school power lines have to be built over the roads because they don't just auto-transmit. You have to to make an actual proper Mm. connection. Same with the water pipes. And I'd kind of forgotten that there's, like... There's, like, unnecessarily complex, like, details in that game which are, well, completely unnecessary and also, like, like, completely impossible to tell how you're meant to use them correctly. Because, like... There's a menu you can pop up that's in like the taskbar menu, like a drop down, and then like in one of those options, there's a graph, and the that graph shows you what types of industry are being built in your city, like by like you know the steel industry and the fishing industry or whatever, which obviously has no actual visual effect. They're all the same Sims City 2000 industrial buildings. Sure. But then on that graph, you can individually set the tax rates for each type of industry. And the game claims in some tooltips somewhere that the idea of that is to be like, because you're progressing through time like history, you're supposed to predict what the big new industry coming up is going to be so you can adjust the tax rate to encourage it to come to your city, which increases your industrial demand. It's like, that's... I, I barely even remember that system existed at all and the fact that you could potentially go into this minute detail of like individual industry tax rates it's just like this is totally not necessary in any way cool though but presumably yeah, it's like a, a bit a fi- detailed presumably it's a fixed way of gaming it right because of the time time yeah is, is... it's always going to be the same industries that get invented at the same years yeah but then you'd have to remember to keep changing that all the time <laughs> yeah, yeah as you were playing the game speed run And you can, like, I guess I sort of did know this, but even you can individually change, like, the tax rates of, like, residential, commercial, and industrial. Because it has just one box on the tax screen that has, like, you know, the tax rate. But you can then click on the detailed view and individually set them per, like, per type. And you can also do that for, like, school funding. You can individually change the funding between schools and colleges, so if you don't need all these extra college seats, you can just ramp that down a lot.
1: I wonder if there's a uh, there is a SimC two thousand speed run of some kind, like probably, like you, you, like you can never go in the red or something. Like well, the... I
2: mean, let them go in the red. Let the let you just take out a bunch of bonds. Yeah, but I
1: wonder what the end goal would be. I'll well, or... get get our colleges probably. <laughs> what yeah, speed? But then presumably that you could do that problem with like a run like that would be like like if you started from a certain date and just put it on max speed it's like you're always going to hit the point where you could build an archive yeah but you have to get the
2: money i guess that's the, you'd have to build enough of a city to generate the money to so that as you reach the point of being able to build the ecology you could immediately put it down yeah
1: and, but i guess the problem the pro, yeah the problem with that as a speed run would be like there is a theoretical maximum
2: sure you need you need something that can be beaten Yeah, I mean, I guess there could be some kind of restrictions, like no certain types of building or something. First to a
1: certain amount of money. Like, is it it what? Yeah, how you game the system to achieve that is is up to you. First to a
2: certain population. Build something on every tile of the map. Yeah. First to achieve that. Or just be road. Well, sure, (laughs) but you still need to make money. You still need some money, yeah. (laughs) I don't know what the cheapest thing you can build is. Trees obviously wires. don't count because those. Well, pylons, perhaps. I don't. I don't even remember the cost of wires versus roads. Roads are obviously ten quid. Mm. The classic. The classic number. <laughs> it's always ten. It's always ten quid. You have to assume that there's probably some hidden zeros after those numbers when your bank when your city's monetary fund is like seven thousand. <laughs> it's like, yeah, there's probably some hidden zeros. Ah, so Simoleon, the... the uh... Simoleon <laughs> Exchange Rate is real bad. Yeah. Or, or good, or, or whichever good. way around you yeah. want that. <laughs> but yeah, that's simply too fast. I didn't play it for that long. Didn't even play it long enough to get to Arcology Age. I mean, no, or no Well, no, actually, I guess I suppose I technically did, because you get to... The first Arcologies, I think, is like around the year two thousand. Hmm. So if you started in nineteen fifty, that's like not actually that long. I've, although I think I started in nineteen hundred, but it still didn't seem that long. But then the thing is, I, I, this is another thing that I think maybe came with that urban renewal ex, expansion thing. But like, you there's a whole bunch of like saves just built in with the game, I guess. Oh. So you can load them up and look at these really fancy cities. Oh, yeah, I sort of remember that. Oh. Not the scenarios. I mean, those are there as well. Yeah, sure. <coughs> I seem to remember my...
1: I don't think that was a SimCity 2000 only thing. I seem no, to remember I think the like, Amiga copy of SimCity 1 right. did a bunch of that. There was a whole bunch of like pre-saves there that you could just load up and look at. But
2: yeah, looking at all those saves, the ones that look more like someone has actually played the game and not just edited the map or like gone into infinite money mode... They all are like the year 3000 or whatever. Mm. (laughs) Mm. (coughs) Like, it really doesn't take that long to get to the arcology time period in game time, but to actually make a city that big maybe takes a bit longer, Mm. (laughs) unless you're being very efficient. Get your microwave power plant.
1: Yeah, maybe time to speedrun isn't. Uh, maybe time to arcology isn't as simple as I thought. Like,
2: maybe it's not possible to max it out. Mm, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you can never like beat it. Mm. Have enough money by the time they become available. Yeah,
1: if they can statistically figure that out. Anyway. Although I don't
2: actually know. I don't. I don't remember whether there's other requirements.
1: Right before you're allowed to build. Them. Yeah,
2: before you like, is there a, like a population requirement or Presumably
1: whatever? you need a zoo, so the llamas. Come the llamas, Yeah, you
2: got to have. You got to get your llamas. Yeah. you got to be build the space needle and get some llama weddings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Love those pointless stats. To <laughs> like. Modern games like City Skylines, anything like, have anything like that in there. I don't think they
2: have pointless stats; they just have normal stats. Nah.
1: Nah. they I mean, just tell
2: you actual information.
1: I' are missing a trick, honestly. It's part of the charm. Yeah,
2: some of the charmers.
1: You want was really
2: nice. You want something real stupid in there. <laughs> well, I mean, it only really worked in 62,000 because it was all llamas right? That was the <laughs> that was the joke. All of the hidden dumb stats there were all to do kinds with llamas. Of jokes it was, there were jokes in the newspapers about which way you put the toilet paper. And stuff well, and sure, but I meant like articulating
0: the, splines, and <laughs> of course,
2: yeah. all the hidden building stats. I meant where it's, it mm. was always some lava thing. That's true. Lama lava weddings based. on the Space needles. You got <laughs> llamas in the zoo. Yeah. The just, stadium with the llama based baseball team. <laughs> wasn't it just llama sightings? Lava so sightings. So, I think that was, was that sightings. City
1: Hall. I think so it might have lava sightings. Somewhere like that, yeah. And then that—that that was the speed of the
0: game. Was one of the last speeds, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even the fastest one.
0: <laughs> no cheetah, African swallow How fast. And what were the were there four speeds? Were there?
2: It was like I don't think in two thousand it was turtle, llama, cheetah. In two thousand, I think the I fourth speed cheetah. didn't appear until later.
1: I feel okay. One game had African swallow as its uh, top speed. I, think I can't remember what
2: that was. I think that's Sim Farm. <laughs> oh really?
1: Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't think I played Sim Farm. <laughs> <I don't. laughs> maybe sim tower i don't remember oh it might be tower that sounds that sounds
3: familiar
0: well there we go tripping through time
3: yep
1: that's it 2000 literally in the game also when did it actually come out in 2000 or was it no it must have predated right yeah like early 90s i want to say no Uh, maybe mid 90s mid yeah surely Mm, yeah maybe yeah, because I guess early 90s was still Snare Zero and SimCity 1. Yeah. Or the the interesting Nintendo version of SimCity 1. Mm. One day I really oh, want...
0: 93, so it is early. Oh, okay.
1: okay. earlier than really I thought. Early. Yeah. Well, earlier than I corrected my opinion. To, <laughs> to, to, to yeah.
2: <laughs> one day I really want to go back and play SimCity 3000. Right. But, like... I mean, that's fucking impossible to get running, and no one's bothered re-releasing it yet. I don't think. What? Oh, uh, <laughs> why no. do you want to play that one though? Because, because it's like weird. It's like it's yeah. real jank, as is, far as I remember.
1: Is it not on Origin yet?
2: I or? don't. Well, I mean, last time I looked, which would have been ages ago, <laughs> but I don't think so.
1: Is that the one where they started letting you like have, like import custom building designs, or was that for?
2: Mm, I don't remember in free. I don't remember about what the customization was like. But 3 was, like, the embodiment of, like, the late 90s with all its, like, weird advisor faces.
1: Oh, God, did it have those? What, like, the Civilization style, like...
2: Well, I mean, 2000 has that as well. Like, those little black and white photos of of a policeman or whatever (laughs) (laughs) as your police advisor. But so, see, 3000, they got in that very, like, late 90s, like... I don't know, Beavis and butthead, like gross art style. Really? Slight it's, like, it's not as extreme as that, but it's like it's that weird, like exaggerated proportions yeah. and they, sort of constructor maybe. Wow, why, why do I don't remember that from in SimCity. <laughs> no, that's why SimCity three thousand was weird. Huh. I
1: have to look this up now.
2: But yeah, I I like I'd like to play that again at some point just to see if it's, see how, to see if I could actually understand that game. Because obviously, even then, I didn't really understand SimCity really. It was only by four where I was like, okay, I understand, I understand how this is meant to work as a game now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, surely four is still
1: like holds
2: up. Yes. Yeah. And you can still play four on, well, I guess I was about to say modern systems, but my computer is in no way modern.
1: You can still play SimCity four. <laughs> God, I see what you mean about these, this art. Yeah, it is. It is weird. Like I can't. I really don't know where to place it. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting sort of like if Hey Arnold was realistic, was more realistic vibes about it. I <laughs> I guess. Like if they, if they, if Hey Arnold had like 3D shading applied to it.
2: Yeah, it's like you like they always. L- it's like Red and Stimpy, one of those scenes, but not as bad. It's definitely not as bad as that. <laughs> Weird. But yeah, I mean, I've I've always thought about playing Civilization Three Thousand, but I've I've I definitely don't have my disc for it any longer, and that's the other problem. Mm, like if I had right. my disc, I totally would have already tried C Three Thousand, even if it wouldn't have worked, I would have still tried to install it. Pretty attainable these days. <laughs> you would think, maybe. Mm but who knows whether EA...
1: Is it even on Origin? Because it's like, in in fairness to EA, they've been pretty good about getting their back catalogue like up on Origin.
2: Sure. But do they care about... Does anyone care about Sims 3,000? (laughs) 2000 is a classic. 4 is a classic. 3000 probably three, not so much. Three, <laughs> not so much. No. Even
1: at the time, I do remember 3 being yes. not quite so. No. Not, not such the, the, the groundbreaker that everyone sort of expected it to be.
2: No.
3: And then 4 came along and was
1: actually pretty great. Yep. And then 5 came along and broke the internet. Yep. <laughs> and everyone's PCs in the process.
2: Yeah. City Skylines 2, though. City Skylines 2, yeah. It's looking increasingly good for all their development diaries. In a way that <laughs> makes me be, be like, I can't believe it's coming out in October. <laughs> right. It's quite exciting.
1: I hope it's good. I mean, The Wandering Village is coming out, like, a like, completely different game, but, like, Wandering Village is coming out on Xbox soon. Hmm. Like, in-game preview, I think, but... uh Sure. To be honest, I think city
0: Skylines 2 makes me want to have a gaming PC more than, <laughs> than anything else.
3: Huh.
1: <laughs> yeah, or maybe, like, I don't know, if... Well, you wouldn't necessarily
2: uh, need a GPU powerhouse to run that. For no, sure, well, no. I mean, it depends I mean, if they've managed to offload calculations to the GPU. Oh, Because yeah. that's, that's the thing nowadays in simulation, isn't it? Those yeah. like, you offload as much as you can onto the GPU. It's the physics dream coming back.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Like, maybe if Kerbal 2 was good. <laughs> yeah, but maybe. is it isn't. No, uh, yeah. not yet.
2: Give it some years, if, if any.
0: <laughs> yeah. But the true reason to have a gaming PC is for games that require the for, form factor of mouse and keyboard. Shared. Yes. Not, not, nothing to do with the graphics power of PCs or whatever.
2: Because you could play City Skylines on Xbox if you want. Not on Switch. Well, I meant two specifically. Oh, not too. <laughs> That's coming out on Xbox.
1: Yeah, it will it will come out, uh, and I wonder if it's one of those. They don't really talk about it anymore, but I wonder if the that will be one of those games that actually has the keyboard and mouse support, right? I mean, like on, a, on the console version. I cannot remember the last game that did that, but it is a, it was a thing they were pushing, or you know, suggesting could be a thing on Xbox at one point. I wonder if anyone tries it these days.
2: Hmm. I mean, I wonder how like. I mean, does, is it just like basically doing what Windows does, just hidden? Like, does it get drivers?
1: <laughs> I mean, I think it's got the. Well, it, it, it will have quite, the basic Microsoft yeah, ones. Yeah, it have the basic like HID drivers for keyboard and mouse on which pretty much every keyboard and mouse supports.
2: But does it? Does it try and get any other kinds of drivers? Like, well, oh, I mean, I, bet, I don't think it would go out of its way to download well, sure. drivers. But I'm talking about like, would it does? Would it be able to support any extra buttons? because i mean Hmm. firstly the question would be would any of the games on the the console be able to use those extra buttons (laughs) even if they could exist on the hardware i mean i mean i guess the real question is what the hell happens when you plug in a keyboard and mouse into a game that works do you get like a key binding menu at that point does it actually allow you to do that kind of thing i I think I want
1: to say Xbox actually blocked you from doing stuff like that, like on games that don't explicitly have keyboard mouse support in them. But presumably if it detected a keyboard or mouse and the game allowed it, then you'd just get another menu. Like, you just be like, oh, hey, you've got a, but you know, like like games used to when you plugged in controllers of different types. Right. You'd just go, oh, I know what that is. Right, cool, let's go. Uh, presumably that menu just reveals itself.
2: Yeah, you would hope. I mean, it's weird.
1: I mean, I, wonder, I, I honestly have no idea how many like because it was exciting when they first announced that stuff because it's like okay, the new Xbox is probably powerful enough to replace most people's gaming PC if mm. they go down this path. Yeah, but I don't think they doubled down on it, and it's um, like, I get the feeling it's basically one of those features that never really. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it probably is that never really came. Like it's probably there. Yes, right, but no one's writing st- stuff that supports it.
3: don't know why, like, as I started
1: typing, this is the Google Complete thing, which is, <laughs> which is always great. Like, as I started typing Xbox keyboard and mouse games, uh, one of the things it suggested was, <laughs> like, Xbox pizza support. And it's like, <laughs> I, I assume they're talking about that Ninja Turtles pizza oh, right, the smelling pizza controller. controller news we didn't talk about. But uh, <laughs> just funny, it's like, it supports pizza. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the most important feature. Well, I mean, without you that, know, I mean, why would you buy it?
2: There was the age of pizza support, right? When like all the consoles had their different ways that you could order pizza through various the, the, games—the Domino's sidebar app or something that the that, that XBone had, right? You could, you could, and the in-game ones as well.
1: What's that called snapping right? yeah, you snapping. could snap the Domino's app to the side of the
2: side of the console See, you could <laughs> monitor the progress of your pizza
1: order while you were yep. playing Halo. even we yep. had a pizza app <laughs> i think i think we did that don't we? like it wasn't some football on that we you know the rare occasion we actually were watching some football oh, yeah and we snapped the dominoes app so <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny
2: oh snap
1: oh snap snap map
2: do you have any Google results before we end this podcast real quick? I'm battling uh cookie, what you cookie want.
1: dialogue boxes <laughs> more than anything. Uh And then it's one of those articles that takes a while before you actually get off. Oh, I well, mean, this list is bigger than I thought, honestly. Like Age of Empires 2 is an obvious one, <laughs> oh, okay, right? Yeah. Like, there's, there's loads here, but I'm just trying to think. Art of Rally? Like, that's a weird one, right? <laughs> it's a rally game that uses a keyboard and mouse. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Atomic Heart as a recent one that has keyboard and mouse support. Hmm. Uh, a lot of the Call of Duties.
2: Hmm. That is weird. Uh,
1: yeah, limited support in Vanguard, but Cold War has full support. Uh, war the War Zones have full support. Presumably they seg- do the segregation. Deep Rock on Xbox has keyboard and mouse support. Well, that makes sense, but like that's, that's pretty rad. Yeah, uh, limited support for Cyberpunk city skylines is on the list
2: yeah the original
1: the original yeah i kind of want to try this but that doesn't mean i actually have to like reposition my xbox which i don't want to (laughs) do halo infinite obvious i guess Mm. because they built that for pc gears tactics yeah good choice gears five uh not Gears. oh i suppose gears four was a last gen game but uh doom 64 (laughs) 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 that's the most
2: weird combo but not not the more recent dooms (laughs) not doom
1: 2016 or doom eternal but doom 64 (laughs) has keyboard and mouse support uh jurassic world evolution makes sense another strategy game right hot wheels unleashed (laughs) less less obvious hypnospace outlaw now that's a good choice right because that is a keyboard mouse game really Mm. You know what? I'm pretty happy this list is as long as it is because it's uh, that's that's reassuring. It's it's I'm, I'm, it's just it's just surprised. It's one of those things that isn't mentioned as, acti- <laughs> as actively talked about because it's it's quite a cool thing. Uh, Untitled Goose Game, mm. uh, limited support for Tunic, uh, The Sims Four, Warframe. Yeah, I guess. Makes sense. PC game, right? Vampire survivors of all things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Uh Kerbal Space Program isn't on this list.
2: <laughs> right. Because <laughs> there is a console version yes, of that, right? Yeah. Probably why it's because it was Hella jank I guess. Fortnite.
1: Hmm. And presumably Overwatch, right? Overwatch would be an obvious choice. No, not on the list. But it's uh knockoff competitor Paladins is on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Limited support in Psychonauts too. And anyway, this is a this is a fascinating list. I should Slime Jack. great choice. Yeah. So yeah. Well now
0: you know, listeners. and so, um, now you know what to Google if you want to find this yeah, list. Yeah,
1: yeah. So this this okay, your mileage may vary, but like it's and it's definitely not every game, but um it's a bigger list than I thought and some more recent stuff than I thought. Um, there you go. Reasons to be careful. Reason, reasons to be cheerful. No redfall. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely wouldn't <laughs> fix that. Maybe, maybe a good
0: thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't fix it. Right. And with that, I think uh, we'll leave you on a high note then. <laughs> the positive things in the world.
1: <laughs> what the, the phrase, no redfall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Always positive. No redfall. Yeah. Go forth, play the good games, not the Redfall. Uh,
3: Easily um, done. Get your also,
0: watch just playing games as well, uh, although with limited mouse and keyboard support. <laughs>
3: <laughs> a better mouse and keyboard support than the current
0: controller. controller support in the form of uh, Bianca Neville, which we're playing over on YouTube on our channel, Happy Salad. Check that out. And uh, we'll be back here in a couple of weeks with another. Sala class like this one, so jo- won't you join us then? Won't you join us?
3: And in the meantime, goodbye.